Batista had it. Batista did too. Batista looking for the Batista bomb to put Randy Orton away. And with the championship, there's the Batista bomb. Daniel Bryan, Nina Batista, Nina Batista, Nina Batista. Come on, Bryan. Come on, Bryan. Yes, Lock. Come on, Daniel. Come on, Daniel. Tap out Batista. Tap out Batista. Tap out Batista. No way. Batista's going to tap. Batista's going to tap. He did it. He did it. He did it. Wrestling fans, are you ready? Yes! 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 For the thousands in attendance and the millions watching around the world, uh, let's get ready to rumble! I am the voice of the voiceless. Do I have everybody's attention now? Sorry about your damn luck. I deserve one more match. It's going to be the end of the world as you know it. And welcome back, folks, to another edition of WrestleRant Radio right here on EC Radio. I am, of course, Bleacher Report featured Commons Level 3, Graham GSM Matthews tonight on the amazing Aftermath show of WrestleMania 30. We've got Monday Night Raw last night. We've got a lot to talk about. The streak has been broken, boys. The streak is over. And as well, Daniel Bryan is the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Tons to talk about. I'm being joined today by RJ and Jeff. As always, RJ, you've got the mic. How's it going today? You were at WrestleMania. I was at WrestleMania. I'm doing good today. That's I'm good. That's a lot good. of emotions after WrestleMania. Absolutely. You've got a whole bunch of stories to tell us, and we will get to that soon. But, of course, we've got John on the line, a former host of mine, on the show today. We're going to get his thoughts on WrestleMania before he has to get going in a little bit. John, how's it going today? What were your thoughts on WrestleMania? What's your immediate reaction on the show? Hey, what's going on, everyone? Um, so I'm part of the general consensus that WrestleMania 30 uh, actually delivered. It didn't disappoint whatsoever. I mean, I my WWE Network was actually... Uh, uh, buffering all night, so I I had to order it on uh, pay per view, but uh, I stuck with it from seven o'clock and kept my interest until eleven o'clock, which most WrestleManias do not. Um, we started off with a great spot from Hogan, then he was interrupted by Stone Cold and The Rock. I thought that was one of the most epic ways, really, you could start a WrestleMania having arguably the top three greatest WWE superstars of all time in the ring at the same time. So it was definitely a great way to start the show. Um, then we had the Daniel Bryan Triple H match, and I mean, I did I did thoroughly enjoy all matches on the card, some more than others. But I would say this was my favorite match of the entire night. Um, they really did a good job telling the story throughout the entire match. Uh, Triple H really being the benchmark for WWE superstars. Once you get by him, you're kind of you now a big deal. I think Daniel Bryan did a great job to provide good bumps. 
Um, but it was just, I thought it, we were one of the better matches of the entire night. And really, before I have to get going, I just wanted to talk about my thoughts on um, Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker. Uh, one of the most controversial decisions ever ever made, the end of the streak. I mean, we all know The Undertaker, you know, he's getting old. He wanted to end the streak before he retired. He, uh, he chose Brock Lesnar to be the man, to be the one. And uh, that was not my favorite decision, as I'm sure many people it wasn't their favorite decision. Um, so the match itself, it was it was not terrible. It was not great. I mean, I I can't really remember a bad Undertaker match that I haven't you know watched, or completely anyway. But uh, it wasn't it wasn't one of Taker's better matches. It was probably you know it was it was his age showing, I would say. But uh, Lesnar was the man to beat him, and me and Graham were actually uh, talking about. Uh, whether we think that Lesnar is up there with the big names, the big WWE superstars, can we put him in the same category as Stone Cold? Can we put him up there with Hogan, Rock? Can we put him up there with Shawn Michaels? And my my grand grand thought that that was you know the easy thing to do, put Lesnar up there. He beat Undertaker. He beat a two decade long record, a two decade long streak. All right. And then I was actually on the opposite end of the spectrum. I I'm not a fan of Lesnar. I don't think there really anyone is. Uh, Lesnar is a heel, but he's just he's despicable to me as a superstar. There's no way to shed him in a good light. But, um, so Lesnar is, I, I would not say he's top 20 material, maybe not even top 30. All right. As far as WWE superstars, everyone has their own list. For me, he doesn't, he doesn't really rank up there with the greats, the Bret Hart's, the, uh, the Stone Colds, the Rocks, the Punks, the Triple H's. For me, he's not up there. And mainly because those guys, they worked Mondays, they worked Tuesdays, they worked Sundays, they worked Wednesdays, they traveled to Japan, they traveled to Italy, they went all around the world, wrestled for nothing, wrestled for everything, you know? Really great, iconic stars. They worked to get to where they are. Lesnar wrestled two matches a year, one at SummerSlam, one at Mania. He joins Raw, you know, four weeks before each day for you. S5's Mark Henry uh, breaks Big Show's arm, and then he's he's on WrestleMania. Honestly, you can't really look at credentials like that. I mean, don't get me wrong. Brock Lesnar has a great resume. He does. He's a Royal Rumble winner. He's a king of the ring. He's a WWE NBC champion. Um, The list goes on. So, in that regard, he's not a bad talent. He can hold a match. He's not really a ring general, but he can he can be in there with the best of them. He can. But to say that he's in the top 20, because he, does, he doesn't wrestle Mondays, he doesn't wrestle Tuesdays, he doesn't wrestle on Sundays, 12 months out of the year. So I think that just his work ethic in general, it's kind of disappointing to me. And I was hoping, now that the streak is broken, I was hoping now that you know, Lesnar has an opportunity. He has a little window of opportunity to be put on that list. So when he did make, uh, when he made Raw, he came back and he actually didn't even say a word. Damon talked for him. So I was saying, well, Brock, you have an opportunity to gain my respect. You know, come on Raw, wrestle on Raw, wrestle for free. But, I mean, he went through a seven-minute-long uninterrupted promo, meaning they don't really have an angle for him. They don't have an arc. They don't have his next opponent. So that, to me, means you might not be on Extreme Rules, and we might not see him until August. 
which is all disappointing considering he just beat a two-decade-long streak. So, those are my main objections with Brock Lesnar, if he's the Undertaker. We don't really know what he's going to do. I mean, to me, you beat Undertaker's streak at WrestleMania during the, during the title picture. You should be done him for the WWE World Heavyweight Championship. We don't know what Lesnar's going to do. So those are my thoughts on the Lesnar match. Now, the show had its ups and downs, of course. That being one, actually, after the Brock Lesnar-Undertaker match, I was completely stunned. Even though I did predict, I told Graham, Graham owes me a million dollars, I predicted that Lesnar was going to win. I was completely stunned. And actually, it destroyed the whole dynamic of the show for me. Like, watching Undertaker lose is actually kind of surreal. Now, I think two days later, I've accepted it, gotten over it. But on Sunday night, I was kind of, I'm not going to lie, I was kind of heartbroken. I mean, something I never thought would be beaten was just beaten. So that kind of destroyed the dynamic of the show for me. It didn't want to eat. And they went into the Divas match, which is a bathroom break for everyone, but it was actually uh, kind of a sad bathroom break for me. Um, And then that much. So getting past the Brock Lesnar-Taker match, it really made WrestleMania not as epic for me. But then, for turn it all around, I'm going to let you guys talk on this, was the triple threat main event that no one thought would be, you know, good, or at least I didn't. And I think that that was actually a great match, great RKO, Batista bomb spot through the table. Um, Daniel Bryan, um, he kind of, he, he stole the show, really. He won the WWE World Heavyweight Championship in a combined Shawn Michaels, Stone Cold Steve Austin-esque WrestleMania victory spot. I enjoyed it. I thought the entire card as a whole was good, but I want to get your guys' thoughts on the show. Well, before we even break down the streak being broken, we'll get to we'll be talking about that for a while because RJ here was marking the hell out when that happened. But um, I asked you yesterday if Lesnar was not in, not in the top five with Stone Cold or The Rock and all those guys in terms of best superstars ever, not wrestlers ever, but best superstars ever. Um, I, I would say he's in the top twenty, if only because. He's a cultural icon at this point in time. Like Rock. He's not on the level of Rock, of course, and he hasn't done movies. But he's appeared in the UFC. He's a household name. Youngest WWE champion in history. Defeated the undefeated streak of The Undertaker. Um, former UFC WWE amateur wrestling champion. NCAA junior heavyweight champion. I would have to say that he's on the list of one of... not Maybe not in the best WWE superstars, but... To ever step foot in the WWE, one of the biggest names in WWE history. Is it up there with the Stone Colds and the Rocks? Probably not. But if you ask someone who Brock Lesnar was, they would more than likely tell you that they know who Lesnar is over someone like a Daniel Bryan or CM Punk. So I just want to get your thoughts on that before we have to let you go. All right, well, I, I, I see your point there. I do. But, I mean, we're, we're, you're thinking sports entertainment. You're thinking... Brock Lesnar, what news talk show he's going to go on, you know. Like, I mean, that is all good from a marketing standpoint. The guys, the guys at, in Stanford love having Brock Lesnar's name on a card. You know, that's going to bring in more revenue for them. Now, from the standpoint that Daniel Bryan, CM Punk, Bret Hart, that those are the guys we could glorify in this industry, right, and not... You know, the 2012 Rocks and the Brock Lesners and the guys coming back because they got a nice little paycheck, Batista. I mean, if, like, if you're looking at, all right, 
credentials. You just listed Brock Lesnar's credentials, and now you said the youngest WWE Street Champion, Royal Rumble winner. You even mentioned that he crossed over into UFC, he's a hybrid star. All right, but Batista has so many credentials in the WWE. He he's making movies now. He's doing her to or whatever he's doing. I don't even know. I can't even tell you. He's doing movies. He's no, he's a star. He's held all the titles in WWE. No United States or anything else has them left. But I mean, he's not on the Batista like Lesnar. Isn't on the same level. All right. If you went, if you walked down the street and said, "Who's Batista?" Someone would know. Someone would know who Lesnar is. Someone would know who The Rock is. If you're talking top twenty. There's a very elite list, despite it being 20. There are more than 20 great WWE superstars. But if you're talking the top 20 best mm-hmm. to ever walk into the WWE, I'm telling you that Brock Lesnar is not on that list. I'm sorry to say that. So in terms of the streak, are you happy or are you sad to see it end? Do you think, uh, obviously you said Lesnar wasn't the right guy, but in terms of the streak itself, do you think it was smart... Because a lot of people, RJ and I were talking about this before the show, but um, people have been complaining for years that it's been way too predictable, but now that it's broken, people are complaining that it's over. So I want to get your thoughts on whether it was a good idea to break the streak. Because you were telling me last night that it will happen at some point. And do you think the streak should have ever been broken, whether it be this year, next year, whatever? Do you think the streak should have ever been broken? Um, I do. I honestly do. I knew that a while ago, Taker had said in an interview that he did not want the streak to kind of surpass his legacy. He wanted the name Undertaker to be bigger than his WrestleMania undefeated streak. So that I knew that at some point it was going to be broken. Now, to correct you, I wasn't mad that Lesnar broke it. I was mad that you thought Lesnar was in the top 20 and that he had an opportunity to be in the top 20, but it'll probably be gone until August. Now, I thought that spot should have been there for a Cesaro, a Roman Reigns, Bray Wyatt, yep. a Bray Wyatt yep. type person. I thought that would be a good street breaker. Brock Lesnar could could have been good, but this is follow up is what disappointed me. I was happy from a predictability standpoint that the streak was built in. It did make it made WrestleMania 30 more memorable. It did. Had Undertaker won, the show would have been a little. Well, the tempo would have been slower, all right? My heart rate wouldn't have been racing as it was going into the main event. So, from in the moment, regardless of whether I was sad or not, I am happy that the streak was finally broken. It being Brock Lesnar and his follow-up last night on Raw not being too great, uh, I wish it was someone else. So, final question for you before we have to let you go. Um... We were talking about this last night following the show after, or Sunday night after the show ended. Where would you rank this WrestleMania amongst the best of all time? Is it in your top five, top ten, top three? Um, and what would you give it out of ten, by the way? That's a great question because I was thinking about this and I could not think of a, uh, a weird answer, a cold fact. Um, so, from a personal standpoint, I think that from start to finish, WrestleMania 17, greatest WrestleMania of all time. You and I have talked about it. I just, I just believe that that WrestleMania dynamic, it being uh, the, the best, in my opinion, of Stone Cold and The Rock, that I think that that WrestleMania, out of all 30, takes the crown for the best WrestleMania. Now, you and I said that WrestleMania 28 was certainly a good one. That I enjoyed that one thoroughly, start to finish. 
WrestleMania 30, at least out of the last 11 years, maybe 20 years, I'd say WrestleMania 30 is in the top five of the greatest WrestleManias. Uh, they're all WrestleManias, like, even, even moments, like they talked about in WWE, just WrestleMania moments that make WrestleManias great. So there's really no getting past, you know, Hogan Vice running Andre, Michaels winning his first WWE championship. So there are moments like that that will probably surpass, you know, certain other moments, like, you know, Rock beating Cena or, you know, even Hardy or Hardy getting speared while hanging from the tag team titles at WrestleMania 17, which is really the moment that sticks out of my head when I think of WrestleMania. Now, all time, I'd say WrestleMania 30, or if not top five, top ten. I put it. I'd stamp the next little number seven on it, but that's because I'm safe and I'm lame. Uh, I don't want to break anyone's heart, and I do not want to break status quo. But I put a nice little number seven next to it, got a bow on it, and rating it um, as a whole, I would say that the the standing out or the good the the good aspects of WrestleMania being the main event, the title match, uh, the opener of the show, Dan Bryan, uh, Triple H, um, the Undertaker surprise, um, and then... Cesaro as well. Cesaro, the Cesaro body plan was great. Otherwise, entirely the match was actually kind of boring and did not hold my interest. I would give this WrestleMania a solid 7.5. Okay. That's been popular uh, opinion. A lot of people have been saying 7.5. So, yeah, any, any more thoughts? Um, no, I, I'm glad to be here. Sweet, sweet. So we'll talk to you soon, John. Thanks for calling in. Thanks for your two cents on WrestleMania, the streak, and everything else in between. We'll talk to you soon, man. Thanks for joining us, and uh, yeah, just enjoy continuing being a wrestling guys. fan. All right. Sounds good, man. We'll talk to you soon. Okay, guys. Time for WrestleMania 30. RJ, you've been ready to explode. I'm, this I'm delivered time. over here. <laughs> okay, first of all, let's. I said this at the top of the broadcast, but for anyone that's tuning in now, RJ, you were there at WrestleMania. Yep. Okay. This was. Tell me, this was not the greatest WrestleMania of the PG era. Not maybe not ever. 17, I think, takes it award. 17 takes it away, but 7 is way too low, I feel like. 7? Oh, no. He yeah. named 7. Yeah, 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 on the list. I don't know, if I I don't know what goes uh, above that. Yeah, I mean, I was, yeah. That's why I, I was about to butt in and say what else you'd put in front of it, because I yeah. feel like... We can go on forever. Yeah, yeah I feel like he's a top sure. 5, but that's I haven't seen opinion. every WrestleMania, I can't say. Yeah. But I, I could kill us about the first, like, 12 anyways, but, or 10, <laughs> yeah. But, but... Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but... Yeah, but I think it's top five easily, but Absolutely. that's my opinion. No, yeah, I, I definitely agree. If only because we've got WrestleMania moments on this show. We've got we've a got lot. Daniel Bryan winning the championship. The streak Pretty is sure. broken. We'll be going on for that about for like an hour in just a few moments. Cesaro winning, like I said before. The entrances of Bray Wyatt. Even Randy Orton, which I thought was awesome. Yep. And not even that, and we'll get into this in a little bit as well, but am I the only one that thought last night's episode of Raw was the single perfect thing just perfectly built from start to finish. Did you watch the entire show, by the way? I, I caught up today. I watched, like, the highlights of it. I didn't see the only, the only match I saw entirely was the last one. Okay. I watched over, like, all the segments and highlights today. So I saw, like, bits and pieces of all of it. I well, thought it was very good, though. I thought it was, honestly, not, not the best episode of Raw ever, but of the year, hands down, and easily one of the best episodes of Raw in the last few years because I think from start to finish, and you said you watched the highlights, but from start to finish, everything in that three hours... Everything served a purpose. Everything made sense. They debuted, or will be debuting, in total four new people. Bo Dallas, Adam Rose, Paige last night, and who was the other one? Alexander Rusev. Of course, I know you're not a fan, but he's still on the main roster now. Hey, Bo Dallas, too. I was impressed by their debut. Um, we'll, we'll get into that in a little while. But WrestleMania 30, Monday Night Raw, I think 
safe to say makes up for the eight months of treachery that we've been yeah. forced to, that we've been force fed over the last number of months. Would you say so? Yeah. Okay. So. That being said, we'll break it all down right now. WrestleMania 30. We won't go through every single match. We'll be sitting here for five hours. But overall, though, before I even get into any of the matches, what was it like being there at WrestleMania? When did you get there? What was the experience like? Did you go to Access? I can ask you a million questions. But whatever pops in your head, what happened this WrestleMania weekend for you? So we uh, showed up on Sunday around like 12. And then uh, we walked around, went to Bourbon Street. And on Bourbon, there was like a b- everyone there were wrestling fans, all dressed up everywhere. Like, you got. Hogan's walking around, Bret Hart's, Macho Man's, Ultimate Warrior, all up and down the street. It was pretty entertaining. It was pretty funny, too. Mm-hmm. Saw the Godfather on uh, Bourbon. And then we walked around. After that, we walked back to Superdome, got got shirts and stuff. And then we walked, once we walked in, the pre-show just started. So, like, right when we got in there, it started off. And, like, it just so many people. And just amazing. Bourbon Street, I heard it was amazing. It Crazy. was nuts. Crazy. Nuts. Absolutely. And you said we were talking before the show, you saw a special someone while you were there. I Who saw did you see? The Godfather. The Godfather, the yeah. one and only Papa Shango. Yeah, there was a guy dressed like Papa right. Shango. Papa too, Sh- he was dressing like Papa Shango? There was another guy, and right before you oh, really? leave, he took a picture of the guy dressed as Papa Shango. I was surprised he wasn't on the show because I know from that New Orleans is known for its voodoo. Yeah. So I was surprised he didn't yeah. make an appearance on the show at all. We had a. Uh, um, we had Paul Orndorff on yep. the show, Mr. T. Yeah. Hogan, and uh, and Rowdy, Rowdy Piper, of course. Uh, Steamboat. Steamboat. Well, I mean, in that one yeah, backstage yeah, segment. Yeah. But, yeah, of course, with Teddy DiBiase. Yeah. Um, people sitting at ringside as well. That was awesome. Yep. All the special cameo appearances. And, of course, what was it like? I mean, we can't go any further. And we didn't even mention this when talking about Mania moments. And I forgot to mention it to John before, too. But what was it like being in the arena, witnessing history when the show kicked off with the appearances of Hulk Hogan, The Rock, and Stone Cold Steve Austin. It, it was pretty nuts. When Hogan came out and he said the Silver Dome a couple of times, I thought they were going to boom out of the building. But then, and then he they fin- turned that into a positive. Yeah, and then they finally, like, we kind of started chanting Super Dome, and they yep. kind of, like, hit his 80-year-old brain, like, oh, I'm in the wrong place. <laughs> and then he saved himself, <laughs> like, yeah, just thinking of when slamming onto the giant, the Silver Dome. So he kind of, he kind of, like, fumbled his words or got back to it. But then right when Austin came out, the car went nuts. Did the whole hell yeah thing with yep. Stone uh, Hulk Hogan's ass and the crowd went nuts, and then the cat and then right when the Rock came out, right once Austin came, out, I thought the Rock would come out. Had to. Rock came out. It was great. They're all talking, and then I liked how like they kept like emphasizing how they were in the Superdome, kind of yep. keep poking fun at Hulk Hogan. <laughs> but the whole funny. segment alone was like how like they electrified WrestleMania as the past like main events, and now tonight's the night that all these new guys exactly. are gonna make their stamp and mark at WrestleMania, become the future star. So. Beautiful. It was a great segment. I thought it was amazing. I mean, this is WrestleMania 30, and I mean, we'll probably get to this when we talk about the show overall, and we kind of already have, but WrestleMania 30, the 30th anniversary of the premier pay-per-view, the show of shows, biggest event of the year in sports entertainment. Did they not make this feel like a 30th anniversary show with all that happened? It did. It felt like they brought all like the main people back from like Hogan, Orndorff, Rowdy Piper, Ultimate Warrior, Bret Hart. Rock, Austin, they had all of them there. Like It just was amazing. From the WrestleManias that I've seen, WrestleMania 25 was disappointing. In the 25 sense that wasn't that good. WrestleMania 25 was not all that good. WrestleMania 27, hands down, worst WrestleMania ever. Don't, so get nothing gets, <laughs> Don't get me started. <laughs> nothing gets worse than that, so we won't go there. But WrestleMania 25 did not feel like an anniversary I feel show. like 20 really didn't feel like an anniversary Not at either. all. I was going to say, I watched that back a few weeks ago. Of course, watching it back and watching it live are two very yep. different things. But the, only the two title matches, in my opinion, were the only thing that were really noteworthy on that yep. show. 
everything else kind of fell flat in my opinion. But that being said, though, WrestleMania 30, it not only – and WrestleMania 21, and we've talked about this on the show before, was what WrestleMania 20 should have been. Yep. In the sense that we've got emergence of stars on that show in John Cena, Batista, Mysterio, Edge. Edge, Randy Orton, even though he lost that night. This is what that show was. Yep. For almost the entire card, you had new guys going over, debuting the next night on Raw – it is a new era in the WWE. Whether it be called a reality era or whatever you call it, the youth movement, it is here and yep. it is now. Are you excited for it? it I'm excited. I, I'm thinking it's a new time in WWE. Yep. Finally, I think it, it's going to take some time to settle in. Maybe next week's Raw is going to be great. We're all going to be saying, oh, more they're back to the same yep. status quo. And uh, that kind of goes for the streak as yep. well. Uh, John was saying before, I didn't like the aftermath, Brock Lesnar not being there, and I know you have a lot of things to say I about that. I have a lot to talk about that. I don't, we'll to... I, I'm going on a two-hour rant about that. <laughs> well, it is WrestleRant Radio after all, so <laughs> this is your platform to rant about wrestling. But even still, though, I think you got to give it some time. Y- you look back, I mean, watching it live, uh, people were discussing, was, was this the greatest WrestleMania of all time? And it very well might be. A year from now, five years, ten years from now, you might be, be looking back on this and saying that was the single greatest WrestleMania of all time. It's all in the aftermath, not just only in the moment. And you being there obviously makes it that much more yeah. special for you. Being at WrestleMania 30, this is not your first WWE event, is no, it? No, I've, I've been to like plenty of paper. I've been to yeah, SummerSlam, like, Royal oh, really? Rumble, Armageddon, Backlash. Oh, nice. And I think that's it. Nice. I've been to plenty of Raw SmackDown. Yeah, yeah I've been a couple yeah. pay-per-views. So. WrestleMania, nothing yeah. like it. Yeah, nothing exactly. Nothing WrestleMania. But you weren't able to go to Access, though. I wasn't going. I didn't go to Access. Now, maybe next year, though. WrestleMania Access looks amazing. Maybe though. next year. Absolutely. Maybe next Gotta year. Gotta start Whatever. working now. Get yeah, in Santa Clara, California, I think is that where it's going to be. Book the hotel now. Yeah. <laughs> Book the whole t- hotel, Mandini. I'm ready. <laughs> the hometown, the home state of the Stinger himself, Sting. And we'll get to that in just a brief moment. But the streak, yep. we'll kick it off with the streak. That's the first thing in your mind. That's mostly what John was talking about. You have a lot to say. Before I even get to my opinion on this, what do you have to say? And before you even go on, let me just know, RJ is sitting right in front of me with an Eat, Sleep, Conquer, Repeat shirt. Not uh, not the one that he debuted, not Brock Lesnar's Conquer the Streak shirt, but close enough. So, your thoughts. All right, my thoughts. I feel like a lot of people are down on the match because, like, it was slow at points, but, like, obviously Undertaker's age and all, like, he like he su- suffered a severe concussion during the match, which is kind of sad because they really kept away from bigger bumps that Lesnar's matches usually would have bigger throws, hits, bit more physical moves due to his big physique, obviously. And then I read today that they're saying like between half the match, Undertaker was pretty much knocked out and really didn't know where he was, and Lesnar basically had to carry him throughout the rest of the match. Yep. So that's why it kind of made it look a lot slower because he got to kind of like tell him what was going on pretty much. But I think it was perfect how Lesnar beat him. People, no one gave Lesnar a chance to win, Not and that's all. what they, that's how they nailed it. They, Paul Hammer's skin. No, no one's tr- no one thinks Lesnar can do it. No one thinks Lesnar. He's gonna come out and beat him, and he came out and beat him. The crowd was when we were there. Literally, you could hear a pin drop. No one said a word because yeah, they don't have announcers. Yeah. So they count three, and we're like, "Did he win?" And then eventually they announced he won. Like and five were, minutes later, and people not, were not just really, yeah, you know but what I mean. people were shocked, and I was just like. I was like, Lesnar won, yeah. like, streaks over. Yeah. I was like, so happy, though. You were so happy? I was so happy. So why were you so happy? Because I feel like the streak eventually had to end, and I just liked how Lesnar was the one that beat it. You thought Lesnar was the right guy, or you just thinking, oh, well, it's I over. think he Lesner was the right was guy because okay. that's the one that Undertaker chose to beat. He won- they were talking about how 
only six people going into the match knew what the outcome was going to be. Yes. It, it was Triple H, Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon, Paul Heyman, Lesnar, and Undertaker. So they, they kept this very secret so no one knew who was going to win. So like, it was a more shocking. Yep. And it, since they had their little beef at UFC, I feel like he always like eventually wanted to lose, and he felt like Lesnar would be the, the guy, the marquee name that could like be the one that actually conquered the streak. Exactly. For those that are taking out their frustrations on the streak being ended, in my personal opinion, of course, I think the streak should have never ended. I think it should have remained intact for the rest of Undertaker's career, whether it ended this year, next year, five years from now, whenever it is. I thought it should have stayed undefeated, but it is what it is. You can't change history now. But that being said, though, you make a good point. Undertaker, I mean, a lot of people, like I said, for those for venting their frustrations toward the WWE for this, it wasn't their decision. Ultimately, let's just assume this here. We know nothing for sure. We're just speculating. But more than likely, it was the Undertaker's Undertaker decision. decision. It, it always has been. I think from what from what I know, he chose uh, Mark Henry to be the one to end the streak, Randy Orton back at WrestleMania 21, Shawn Michaels. I don't know about Shawn Michaels. But I know, but I know for sure the thing is the streak went this far because yeah. in, when he, he was supposed to lose – to Kevin Nash when they fought, I don't know, 12 really? or 13. I didn't know that. But since Kevin Nash was jumping ship to WCW, they cut that last minute and Undertaker yeah. went on to beat him. But that's when the streak was – the streak was supposed to end that early. Did they know the streak? Was that uh, – when did the streak really board, get – you know, when, when did it really start to become a big thing? I feel like it didn't – I don't know. I feel like the, it really didn't become a big thing until, like – trying to think. I don't know. I feel like they – like, they always, like, mentioned how he was undefeated, but, like – wasn't Later, like WrestleMania, like recently, more WrestleMania has been like emphasizing oh, like the streak. Obviously, yeah. Ever since I think Randy Orton and uh, what like was Mark Henry, 20, 20, Mark, oh yeah, absolutely. For the last decade, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they've been emphasizing how he has yeah. the streak and stuff like that. WrestleMania 17, I was watching Undertaker versus Triple H. Never really made mention yeah. of the fact that he's undefeated. So that would only started, be like 10 and 0 or 11 and 0, right? Yeah, there, yeah. So. so yeah, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, or, I don't. I would love to know when they really started to get the idea. Like, let's go with this. Yeah. You know, he's undefeated. Let's keep this going. I don't know. But I think that's a good thing, though. Like, he said he wants to be known more than the streak. Absolutely. Cause then, the legacy like, over the streak. Exactly. Because then people will be like, oh, like, he loses every other week, but he just only runs at WrestleMania. Yeah. But, like, obviously he was a great wrestler throughout his whole Absolutely. career. And, like, yeah. it, even the streak could actually kind of, like, hurt him because it's fit. Obviously, it's scripted. Some people are like, oh, they just let him win. Doesn't want to be bigger. Well, that too. But he, but he doesn't, doesn't want to be the... bigger than actual WrestleMania. Exactly. Much. He doesn't want the streak to overshadow everything that he's done and everything else at WrestleMania. Yeah. I can understand from a markability standpoint why they would want to keep yeah. it intact. And that's not why I wanted to keep it intact. But I got to say, I was not. I was disappointed, but I was. I, I was sad to see the streak end. That's my <laughs> personal laughed. opinion. You laughed. You were in the Brock Lesnar shirt as I as I speak, and you were wearing that yep. during the show, yeah. right? Because you sent me that picture. So. Um, even still, though, the match itself, let's go to the match itself. A lot of people pooped all over this match, myself included, as soon as this thing ended, because no one really thought un- Brock Lesnar had a chance to win. Punk, some people thought Punk might win. Definitely going back, definitely not as much as people thought that Triple H was going to win, or Shawn Michaels by far. A lot was the most favorite probably to win. Definitely. Shawn Michaels. Definitely. And um, so Brock Lesnar had no chance in hell of winning this match, especially because, and we talked about this in the weeks before, that Brock Lesnar, this feud with Lesnar and Taker going into WrestleMania was just so bad. You know what I mean? I think my, my two complaints are the fact that the streak is over is not my biggest complaint, if only because it generated such a buzz going into next night's Raw and I was just reading the Raw rating for last night. It got like a 3.7 or something like that. It's strongest rating since Raw 1000 in uh, July of 2012, so about two years. That's pretty strong. 
seeing consider, uh, considering people wanted to tune in to see the aftermath of Daniel Bryan winning the championship and Undertaker retiring and all that kind of stuff. And he wasn't even ultimately there, and we'll get to that in a little bit too. But Brock Lesnar being the guy, and I'll ask you this, the same exact thing, uh, match aside, well, you know, let's, get, let's get to the match first. There's a lot of things to dissect here. But um, the first part of the show, or first part of the match, what were your thoughts on the match itself, uh, what, watching the match, before you learned that Undertaker had the concussion? I thought, I thought at first it was a little slow because they, I don't know, I feel like they don't, like, they, their chemistry wasn't as good because obviously he's older, so Lesnar can't be as physical as he wants to be. Most matches he gets more a lot physical with the wrestler. Like John Cena match, they had extreme rules, a lot physical due to the age of John Cena and how he's not brittle like Undertaker is. Yep. And then I feel like during, once they started doing like, he started doing the Hell's Gate and they he started doing that spot, I feel like that's when things got really slow and like something was definitely wrong. You kind of knew Undertaker wasn't in the best shape either. Absolutely Two not. minutes in the match, she was huffing and puffing in the no. corner already. Yeah. Lesnar was just like, he looked like he was kind of disappointed in the shape that he was in already. Like, yep. he was obviously, he looked like he was chiseled out of marble when he was walking down the stage. Mm-hmm. Guy's in great shape. And, like, I feel like Undertaker, once he was in the Hell's Gate, he kind of, like, seemed like, okay, he this has to end soon. Like, he's really tired. Then they did the tombstone, which uh, Lesnar's head was uh, 10 feet off the ground. I don't know how that's effective move, but that probably helped with the the age and yep. the the tiredness he was in. Yeah. And then once he hit the last F five, I was like, he he's, he might be done. Like he's been twenty minute match, he's dying. He has to die. Yeah. And then he won, he and then twenty five minute match. Yeah, it's a long. That's time. a long match for him, yeah. and he was puffing and puffing by two minutes. What they should have done, similar to last year, is have The Undertaker wrestle a match before WrestleMania. Not on Raw or SmackDown, but I know last year before he faced Punk, because this was around the time that people were thinking, okay, he's not what he used to be. And Punk carried, not Punk didn't really, he, Punk did carry him to an extent, but Undertaker held his own. They had a great match. One of the best of the year. They had good year. spots though, to help him like kind of like recoup. Like they had the yeah, elbow. Yeah, Punk spot. style's way different. Yeah, than Brock Lesnar. They, had, they I remember they had the like the the outside elbow spot on the yeah. table. Fantastic. Hit some. Stuff. He's out there for five six minutes. Get his breath back and stuff like that. Yeah. This lut match, you can't really do that because like, what are you going like? The style of wrestling is different, so it's more physical and to that point, it just. It would have been a lot better if they did this match five years ago. Exactly. I think had they done this match when it was rumored to happen at WrestleMania 27, instead of Triple H and doing that whole series of matches, you know when Brock Lesnar was in the UFC and Dana White declined the matchup to happen because he was still under contract to UFC. I think he was the UFC. No, he wasn't the UFC champion at the time. Never mind. But even still, though, had they done this match three years ago, by far it would have been better. Absolutely. But they could have had Undertaker wrestle a house show match before this and know that he wasn't the greatest of shape and maybe cut him some slack. So, I don't know. I'm not really exactly sure what the whole thing was. I know there was a concern going into the event that, um, that yeah. Brock Lesnar, because he was never at Raw and wouldn't take the extra mile to go visit The Undertaker and go through their spots in the matchup, which I guess Punk had done and Triple H and Michaels that there wouldn't be much communication between the two and that it wouldn't be a great matchup, although we speculated it would be a great matchup. Really wasn't. It wasn't terrible, especially considering the now that we know Undertaker's Severe concussion, state. yeah. Yeah, exactly. And um, speaking of which, he's, I think, been since released from the hospital. He was released yesterday morning before Raw, was speculated to be at Raw, wasn't there. Get to that as well. But um, we talked about the match. Okay, so now for... Uh, there's Lesnar being the guy to end it that I wanted to talk about, as well as if it should have ended. And we kind of already talked about that. But in terms of Lesnar being the guy, 
Now, do you think if Undertaker... We'll just assume here that Brock Lesnar was the one that he wanted to end the streak. A million questions I can ask you right now about this, but first off, do you think that they brought Brock Lesnar back to WWE initially two years ago because they wanted him to be the one to end the streak? I don't think they brought him back two years ago to beat the streak. No. No. That wasn't the sole purpose. I think this year... I don't think so either. I'm just, I'm just I don't think. I think his purpose was to obviously wrestle like Cena... Rock, he's Triple getting H. the money. I think just an extra paycheck. He likes, you know. I don't think that he came back for the paycheck, but I think they they obviously wanted him for marketability and all the promotions and buy and rates oh, yeah, and yeah. stuff. But I feel like the whole goal is the Brock versus Rock or WrestleMania 30. Undertaker could fight another guy, but then the Rock, yeah, backed out last minute, and then Undertaker and then Rock, they kind of like that feud, and then I guess yeah, Undertaker wanted him to win, so yeah, so. And like I said, there's a million questions I can ask you right now, but I was talking about this with John. Do you think Lesnar is amongst the greatest wrestlers? And I'm not talking amongst the level of the Rocks and the Austins and the Cenas. Those guys are the faces of the company, always will be, and always have been the faces of the company, and the upper echelon of the pro wrestling legends. You know what I mean? So he'll never be up there, never has been. And he kind of, well, he was getting there when he first debuted, you know, the face of the company for maybe like 2002, was on the face of all the SmackDown games and stuff like that. But do you think Brock Lesnar, after Sunday, and also taking into account everything he's accomplished before that, is amongst maybe the top 10, top 20 best superstars, most accomplished wrestlers inside and outside of WWE? I think Brock Lesnar is top 10 wrestler. Has made one of the biggest impacts in yes. WWE by by far. Early 2001, 2002, 2003, Rock, Stone Cold, all those guys, out of chair guys, started to deteriorate. They fed, brought Lesnar in, who was an accomplished wrestler, wasn't some random guy. Everyone thinks he's a big bodybuilder, accomplished NCAA championship wrestler. Yep. Not like they just came in and handed it to him because he's yeah, a big exactly. guy. Yep. Comes in, gets over in the crowd, wins, uh, beats The Rock at SummerSlam to win the title of the youngest. Clean. Yeah. WWE champion ever, beats Kurt Angle at WrestleMania 19. Had that disappointing match against Goldberg at WrestleMania 20, but... That, that, that should was, not be named. That should not be named, but that was because <laughs> they both were leaving and the yeah. complications behind that. But the match sucked anyway. Yeah, but I, sucked regardless. Yeah, but I feel like he had good matches those two years that he was working Mondays, working Tuesdays, yeah. whatever days he's working. He had yeah. great matches those two years. Big Show rivalry, Kurt Angle... All those guys, Undertaker, great yep. match with Undertaker. Yep, absolutely. He was the fa- he was one of the fa- he was the face of the SmackDown brand for those two years. Hell, could have been Raw if they wanted him to be. I think I think one of the leading faces of the ruthless aggression yeah. era. For, he start he start he yes. he started it and then Cena kind of took it and ran with it. Yes. He was still with the company. Him and Batista took what Lesnar already had in the new era and then kind of ran with it. Lesnar went on NFL, didn't work out. Went to UFC. Yep. Dominated UFC, had his disease, had a fought a couple times, but not hold all the way there with his organ problem and stuff it was like that. Was a huge th- draw there too. Yeah, yeah. He out of top five pay per views, he's the think out of the top ten pay per views, he has a top seven buy buyouts. Yeah. I know he's a top three, I'm pretty sure. Mm-hmm. But then he had his disease, and he had a, obviously he's getting older, so decided to leave. Now he comes back to WWE, which is not as workload as he needs because it's a disease like it's not like he can work every day and yeah but i feel like the two years he came back he's done what he needs to do he beat he's beaten i feel like he's up there because he's beaten hogan he beat rock 
beat Triple H, beat all these guys. That, he's pretty much the only guy he hasn't beat that he would win against was John Cena. Mm-hmm. That he, could very well but come he's beaten, he leaves. He's beaten Undertaker. He's beaten Big Show. He's beaten Kurt Angle. He's CM beat all Punk. the CM Punk. His last four victories, he's been undefeated. Yep. A lot of people have not noticed it. I have no idea and why. F- and he, he's a monster. Exactly. He's and then monster. John was saying how he thinks CM Punk is a better superstar than Undertaker, but I feel like CM Punk wasn't at the top as long as Lesnar was, and he wasn't the face like Lesnar was when he was there. I'm sorry, well, did he say CM Punk was better than Taker or CM Punk better than, than Lesnar? Lesnar. You said Undertaker. What? Uh, yeah, you said Undertaker. Okay, I was, yeah, I was just confused. I, yeah. think, I don't think CM Punk's in any of the top 20 wrestlers of all time, but that's another story. Wrestlers or superstars? Superstars. Okay, well, I disagree with you there, but we'll go on. Yeah, with you that. can disagree with that, but I... It's not like Lesnar quit and left for no reason. He had other things he wanted to aspire to do. Had he not he left, was, he probably you know, would have been a Yeah, exactly. He, he was younger. He wanted to go play football. That didn't yeah. work out. He's a big guy. UFC, actual fighting. Went to Japan, too, by the way. Went to Japan, yep. Yeah. But he obviously didn't, he was out of sports entertainment. I saw his like, 30 for 30. He was talking about how he always had to wrestle with injuries, stuff like that. Had a pain, had a painkiller addiction, alcohol addiction. Yep. Wanted to get out of that young kid still. Goes on, fights MMA, once the disease came, then he comes back to WWE, and I feel like he's the marquee star, he gets all the buy, I feel like he can pull money for anything right now. I think that's why WWE brought him back. Lesnar, just Lesnar's name on the car alone brings credibility, brings excitement, you know he's going to be in shape, like I said, looked like, literally like a statue out there, 295 pound beast. Must like ridiculous, yeah, absolutely. And I feel like every pay per view's been, he's had a good match. The only one that was really bad was obviously WrestleMania 30, but that's not real. It wasn't really his fault. He helped carry Undertaker the whole match, pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. But I think, feel like hands down, he's definitely a top ten superstar. In terms of Brock Lesnar being the guy to end the streak, now with that in mind, Brock Lesnar, a part timer, so I can see why a lot of people would be frustrated there. And um, it's not even, I'll get to this in a minute, but with Brock Lesnar being the guy to end it, John said that someone should have ended it, someone young, a Cesaro, a Bray Wyatt, a Roman Reigns. And this is my thoughts on that as well. But, and you were shaking your head, no, you don't think a young guy should have ended the streak. So I want to get your thoughts on that. And um, because Brock Lesnar, in my opinion, before you even go, I just want to say Brock Lesnar, you look at him and say, that's a guy that can beat the streak. That guy. In, like legitimately, from a storyline standpoint or in real life, is a guy who can beat the Undertaker, especially given his current state. Yep. And someone were some. And I know there were reports a couple months ago of saying there were Daniel Bryan Undertaker reports. Bryan should have been the one. If you really think about it, would have been a great match. Don't get me wrong. But do you think Bryan? I don't think Undertaker's on a completely different level than Bryan. Bryan right now. As hot as he is, he's not. He's not believable. You know, he's what I not mean? like that marquee guy that's paid his dues. He's beaten. He hasn't beaten the guys. He doesn't have the name. You like you said. You walk out on the street. Who's Daniel Bryan? I don't know who that is. No who's idea. CM Punk? I don't no, know no, who no, that but is. Breaking the streak will make them. I still don't think anyone would know who he is. No, absolutely. Well, I mean, maybe in due time. It's still too early to tell. It's still too early to tell. But absolutely. Lesnar was the guy that everyone knows. He's the one that's done. All the, has all these accolades, has yeah. all the accomplishments. He's the one that Undertaker wanted to beat the streak, and I'm fine with it. Uh, yeah, it's Undertaker's decision, but do you think a younger guy could have benefited more if only because a younger guy is on the road 365 days a year or 300 days a year, whatever it is, 
as opposed to Lesnar, who, like I said, I'm not going to judge last night's promo if only because he could be back next week. He, you remember last year he worked Extreme Rules, and did he not work Extreme Rules in 2012 as well? So you never really know. So he could be staying around. I'm not saying he's going to be working a full schedule, but I think if they really want to capitalize him breaking the streak, they need to continue to build him up, not destroy him by having him lose to... It's Kofi Kingston or something. You know what I mean? That would never happen. No, no, but you know what I mean, though. You know? I feel like... You can't lose his next Yeah, match. I know what you're saying. I feel like you, like this point of a younger star beating him, yeah. I feel like even though it could give him like that start, I feel like Undertaker wanted someone that was credible enough that he would lose. Like Even though it would give someone else another jump, he wanted that someone who was a star and credibility of actually able to beat him. I feel like a guy like Dana Bryan physically couldn't beat him. Mm-hmm. A guy like Cesar couldn't physically beat him. Rowan Reigns would be like one of the only guys besides Lesnar to... In the legit fight, probably beat him. But I feel like he wanted someone accomplished to beat him, and Lesnar was the most accomplished guy to beat him. Roman Reigns would not have been a breakout babyface had yeah. he beaten the streak. Anyone who's going to get... Anyone who's gonna exactly. Streak so it had to be a heel to beat him anyways. And Lesnar it had to is be a, a heel. It had is to a be. heel, so... Unless it's John Cena turning heel while breaking the streak, it's not going to yeah. work. Yeah, and I feel like... And that match is not happening yeah. at this point, I don't think, which is sad. I mean, it, Undertaker... We'll get to this in a moment. There's a lot of Undertaker talk today, but... Undertaker, it's very unclear right now, regardless of what his or regarding what his future is in WWE. If he will continue wrestling, will he face Sting? Will he continue to wrestle despite the streak being broken? I think he could still wrestle. The concussion kind of said otherwise. We'll get to that in a moment. I think he could have one more match. I think he deserves one more match, if only because he can't go out on that note, if only because the build was just so bad, and they should build towards one final match saying, okay, this is it. We're done after this. And that's what should, this build should have yeah, been. You but, know what I mean? But if you really look at it, look at the build. Look at how they set up Raw and towards the build of WrestleMania. And I know John it was, Cena yeah. came out on top. Bray Wyatt, he yeah. got over on Raw. Lesnar got over on Undertaker. Dana Bryan got over on Triple H yeah. and Randy Orton Batista. Yeah. They built this Raw. Whoever went over on Raw was going to win at WrestleMania. In terms of the marquee match. Yes. Yeah. And I feel like that they kind of made all the guys that lost... All the guys that won look, look soft through the whole storyline. They're the ones that couldn't do it. Cena's legacy, he couldn't beat Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt's scaring him every week. He comes out and beats him. Daniel Bryan can't beat the Authority. He comes out beats Triple H. Mm-hmm. Can't beat Orin and Batista. comes out beats them. No chance in hell that, that Lesnar's going to come out and beat Undertaker. Undertaker beat him up four weeks in a row. Comes out beats Undertaker. Throw a booking in 101 right yeah. out the window. They literally did that, and I feel like, even though a young guy could benefit from being Undertaker, I feel like Lesnar was the perfect guy to do it. Like I said, it makes sense from a storyline standpoint. But I feel to have like be the one. yeah. But I feel like Undertaker is pretty much pretty much done at this point. You don't think he will wrestle another? If match? if he if he wrestles another match, he better get in condition because he is not in shape to wrestle. Do you think he will ever appear on WWE TV again? I know he'll yeah like he'll show definitely up. he'll definitely be on TV again, but I don't know how much wrestling he'll be doing. Okay. He hasn't really came back and wrestled, so I don't know. Yeah, he's in much better shape than Montezuma. Yeah, he was. Shawn Michaels could have easily wrestled. That was he could he could have wrestled this year. He could still he 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 was great shape. That's why. I don't know. I just don't understand it because Undertaker's been saying for years, I don't want to come back if I'm going to have a half-assed match at WrestleMania, and he did. That's exactly what he had. And I don't think I don't buy for a minute that it was intentional that they had a plotting match like to tell the story that Undertaker couldn't do it. That's not the case at all. He obviously just, had it was the concussion in the shape that he was in. I don't yeah. think he trained hard enough to be in condition for a 25-minute match like he was in. Yeah. Like I said, two ma- he didn't have a concussion right in the beginning of the match. He was already tired a couple minutes in. I know the build with Brock Lesnar being destroyed and whatnot, just the whole feud 
was just not good, okay? I feel and, like and I, I feel like this like you said, the feud wasn't good, but I feel like the promo that aired right before the match, like kinda like took all the mistakes they've already made and kinda like redid kinda, it. Because yeah. yeah. they put Paul Heyman in there and then emphasized how all this they like took all the accolades he had and just threw them away. Like once he loses, like that's all gone. And then he kept repeating, eat, sleep, mm-hmm. conquer, repeat. And then like kinda like I feel like that like emphasized how like Lesnar was gonna come out and beat him. It kind of like revitalized the rivalry a little bit. Yeah, thanks to WWE's yeah. production team, they're amazing. There was yeah. a lot of awesome video packages. There were a on lot of good video packages. I was just watching the Daniel Bryan one. That was amazing. They showed that on Raw at the start of the show too. The fantastic stuff. But um, what was I going to say in terms of Lesnar, um, him being the one to end the streak, him being what was I going to say? Um, the match itself, not all that great. Oh, yeah. If, if they were going to have him be the final one, have him have this be his final WrestleMania, and I know the bad build made this that much more of a shock. Had they said going in that this will be in his final WrestleMania, it might have boosted buy rates, but um, it wouldn't have been a big of a shock. You know what I mean? It still would have been a huge shock. I feel like if they said this is last match he lost, people would have been like, it's last match he lost. Yeah, they, no one would have predicted that he was still going to lose. There may be some more people than what actually happened. But regardless, though, um, I, I still think that they could benefit off of the streak. I think if Undertaker won here, it would not have been... After that match... It would have been just like... The WrestleMania would not have been as great. In my exactly. opinion, it, it created killed, a WrestleMania moment. I feel moment. like it would have killed the show because people yeah. were like, okay, Undertaker won a really, really bad match. He was not ready. What's yeah. next? Divas match. Who cares? Then... Yeah, then the main event. I feel like they still put, have been a great I feel show, like it was but. good how they put the Dio's match right after Undertaker match because like people still Buffer. were shocked yeah. and they buffered the crowd. Like, no one people, cared about that match, yeah. Exactly, and then like people like kind of right when right that main event started, people kind of like got over the fact that Undertaker that match was already in the past. Yeah. Like during the Dio's match, they chained Undertaker, but once the other match started, they like, threw that behind them and then got into the main event. How far into the main event did people start to awake? You know, start to get excited again because I noticed in the first portion of the main event, people weren't really into it all. People were still very much shocked that the streak was broken. When would you say at the point in the match that people started to come back to life? I feel like after like the first five minutes, people kind of like started getting in the match. That's when they started decent, like a couple bumps. I know he got I don't when know. the authority interfered or like I don't know. Um, that was when it really heated up for me. Did the Thor- I think that's when it was then. When the Thority came in. Was that before you got Powerbomb through the... That was beforehand, yeah. Then I was going to say Powerbomb before, but then... Amazing pro- spot. Probably right before the Thority came out, because I remember that he hit like, a couple people with like, the knee, or, like the, the DDT. I feel like after like five, ten minutes, the crowd started like getting out of that shock of how Undertaker lost. And once the Thority came out, then like people started getting mad. Did the dive out on the spot yeah. Triple H. Gets Powerbomb through the table, comes out the stretcher, and then... Everything else unfolded. Exactly. So that whole main event was amazing. We'll get to that in a brief moment. I also, also, other people were saying like how they should have, if Undertaker was going to lose, they, would have, they should have had him in the last match. I feel like that would have left like this, yeah. this taste in people's mouth. Like, yeah, exactly. That's and it could about. also like... Undertaker should be in the final match of WrestleMania when he eventually retires, in my opinion. But like, also like if, he was, like, if he, like, he was put behind the main event match, then people might have been like, wait, he might lose. Like, why is Lesnar and Undertaker last match? Like, it wasn't a good build. Why would it... Then it kind of be make it, like, more predictable that Lesnar would win. Do you think, in, in my opinion, I think if it was ever going to end, and I know The Undertaker said was, uh, you know, we're just speculating here, was determined on making, making Brock Lesnar the one to end the streak. Do you think if it was going to end to anyone, it should have been to CM Punk last year? I am the one in 20-1. in one. 
I think if he was going to lose, it should have been to Shawn Michaels. To Shawn Michaels? Yeah. I think CM Punk could have benefited from it more. I think... If, I, if, I don't think so, because he quit. Well, I mean... Had he, I don't think... Maybe not. He, he wouldn't have quit had he but, beat Yeah, but what, he wouldn't have been... He would have been probably the same spot... I don't know. I feel like the whole uh, anything about CM Punk, I'm just gonna throw it down the tube. So don't even bring <laughs> don't even bring his name up because I hate him. And that being said, too, um, do you think that it would have been better off had they just ended it at 20 now with a perfect 20 now with the end of an era match at Russell? They should have ended it at 20. Yeah. Okay, that's what my thought was. I thought they were gonna. They I thought have. That, yeah. What was the end of an era? This was the end of an era. They said that again too. They reemphasized how it was. Emph- yeah. This was the real end of an era. Yeah. This, the, that match being. Built around at the end of an era. What era ended? Shawn Michaels is still around. Yeah, Triple H, H is still, still around. around. Exactly. Undertaker's still around. Technically still around. They're yeah. all around. So exactly. So, final question before we move on. Sting, Undertaker. Sting didn't show up at WrestleMania. Didn't show up at Raw. Were you anticipating Sting at WrestleMania? And do you see that match happening? Even though Undertaker is no longer undefeated at WrestleMania. I once he lost, I knew he was going to come out. I didn't think he was going to come out either. I mean, beforehand, obviously. Beforehand, um, I was like. Maybe, but I wasn't, like, confident on that. But yeah. I feel like if he does come back, just so Undertaker can get the retirement... It'll probably be, like, a retirement match between the both of them. And then Undertaker just beats Sting at WrestleMania 31. But if they don't... Like, if he's not coming back to wrestle, then I don't see it happening. So do you think... If that match ends up happening, do you think it would have been better if the streak is done? Because people are like, okay, streak's still going on. We know Undertaker's going to win. It's predictable at this point. But now do you think it's a little less a little uh, less predictable now that Undertaker is no longer defeated and there's a chance Sting might win if that match happens? I feel like it would be better that the streak's ended because then you throw that whole <clears throat> build of being undefeated out the window and it makes it more... Pre- Undertaker can lose a WrestleMania. And now. it's not about the streak. It's not about the streak it's anymore. It's about the personal dream exactly. feud between the two. Yeah. Do you think that match should happen? Even though both are guys, you add their age together. Sting is in a lot better condition than Undertaker is. And he's older, too, which is funny. But only way I would want to see that if Undertaker got in a lot more better shape than he is. But if he's staying, if it was like he was on Sunday, don't even bring him back. So I think the aftermath of this is all key. We'll be analyzing this for weeks. I think you can't really tell. If Brock Lesnar, if this was a wise decision or not, until like maybe a month or two from now, Brock Lesnar in beating the streak automatically gets a title shot. Would you agree? I think he should get a title shot automatically, especially because that was his, his original yeah. intention. He didn't want to go for the streak. Exactly, anyway. he went for the WWE World Heavyweight Champion. They said, "Well, we'll give you the next best thing: the streak, beat the streak." Now he's in that part that he deserves the title shot. I feel like eventually he'll get it, and then they'll build him getting the title shot and against Rock next year at WrestleMania. So Brock, Brock Lesnar? Brock versus Rock next year at WrestleMania for the title. And Rock and Brock will have the strap, too. I'd be fine with that match. I don't know if I'd be okay with it over the championship, if only because they're both part-timers and they would not appear on Raw. You know what I mean? Because Rock never showed up. And John Cena was, was carrying that feud because he appeared on Raw every week. Brock Lesnar was... Even Undertaker didn't show up every week, but he he could have. Yeah, but you know maybe I mean? they could do a thing that once he gets once he gets the title, they can maybe like make a a thing in his contract that you have to show up for more Raws and stuff like more at least Raw. He doesn't have to go to house shows because it's like he's realizing and he doesn't need to go. I like but at least show up for Raw every week. I like the idea of that, but I don't think I would like the match. But I, and I like your idea, but I don't know if you can do that match if only because where do you go from there? Because once one of them wins the title, you can't, like... Because they're, they're not going to be around. You know what I mean? 
But I just, I don't know, I feel like that's what they're going to go for as WrestleMania 31. But. Do you think if... If Lesnar doesn't win the title... He has to win the title. If he doesn't win the title before... Or at least go for it. If he doesn't want to tell before he leaves, it's going to seem like it's a waste. why the streak, why he end the streak. Yeah. Obviously, it's still accomplishment. It's not a waste. Typically, it's not a waste because he hits who he wanted to win and that's a big name. But I feel like now he has to get the title. I feel like him winning the streak, the biggest feat in WWE history, Build him broken, up as a monster. And he has to win the title now. When, okay. But I don't know if I'd want to see him fight Daniel Bryan because I feel like that when that that style of wrestling is two way opposites. Totally different. I don't know how that would work out. Tying into my next question, Daniel Bryan, the new WWE World Heavyweight Champion. Obviously, no doubt in my mind, they need to do Lesnar going for the championship. And it looks like they're going to be doing Lesnar versus Bryan. I know you're not a huge fan of that matchup, and I'll give my two cents on that as well. But it, when that match is going to happen, we don't know. When would you want to see that happen? Extreme Rules? Because you know, like I said, Lesnar's been appearing in Extreme Rules for the last few years now. Or do you want to see it being built until SummerSlam? Because that's a money think, match, in my opinion. I feel like it should be built to SummerSlam, but I don't know if Brian will hold a strap that long to get to SummerSlam. Yeah. It all depends. I think I see him feuding with Batista after me. I don't know. We'll get into this in a little bit with the Shield Evolution. Exactly. We booked that. We booked it. But the thing is that we booked it, but who would he fight at Extreme Rules if they don't have them? If they don't do a multi-man match with Daniel Bryan, but they have to have a title match. So what I'm thinking, and... Okay, I might as well just get into this now, but Evolution... With Kane, uh, Batista and Kane, uh, Batista, Kane, Orton versus Shield, yeah. and then Brian versus Triple H. Too. Again? Again, of course. It was a great match. Do a rematch. Uh, and Triple H can give himself a rematch. I don't think the Dan O'Brien Triple H match, on the sense of Triple H. Adding a that, stipulation is extreme rules. Yeah, but I feel like the Triple H match at WrestleMania wasn't as good as people expected because I feel like Triple H just spots. When he went to control the match, it was more of like headlock. Armbar, like stuff that really like, people don't want to see. Like he kind of slowed the match slow down. It was slow early on. It yes. was slow early on, but they picked up the pace. And he I picked they up delivered. the pace eventually because that's what Daniel Bryan's style is—more of a fast pace. No, but Triple H delivered down the stretch too. He did at the time. end, but in the beginning it was a little slow. Oh yeah, absolutely. I, I could see that happening. Like, I guess Triple H versus Daniel Bryan, Extreme Rules. I'm on two minds of Bryan versus Brock Lesnar. I did not at all want to see that match a couple months ago, if only because. People complained about CM Punk versus Lesnar happening, and I was I, I I'm an advocate of that match happening, or I was, and, and it did happen because they have two similar backgrounds. You throw in Daniel Bryan, people are gonna whine even more and more than ever because Daniel Bryan is even smaller than CM Punk, and saying that he's not a legitimate threat to Brock Lesnar. The thing is, I feel like if he shouldn't fight Lesnar, shouldn't fight Daniel Bryan at Extreme Rules because he won't win. No, they can't do that. They, they, they can't. Hot they can't. They, they need they to build towards it. They can't, they can't put him extreme. If he's on wrestling extreme rules, he has to fight someone else, someone new, beat the living hell out of him, steal a monster heel, goes away, comes back later, like early summer. I'm Paul Heyman does the whole shtick. Paul Heyman, my advocate, all that stuff. Shows the clip of beating the streak, showing him beating the living hell out of this guy. It's extreme rules, yeah. beast. He gets the title match, wrestles SummerSlam, wins the belt at SummerSlam. I'm fine if he even doesn't show up at all at Extreme Rules. I think I'm fine if he yeah. doesn't show up until the summer. If only because you like, you know, he beats the hell out of yeah. someone at Extreme Rules, but who would that be? You know what I mean? Because he Undertaker's Mark gone. Mark Henry. You want to do that match Mark, again? Mark Henry for the tenth time. <laughs> Big show. Woohoo! Yeah, let's. I do can that see match like again. a Cesaro versus Lesnar match down the road. Down the road, and people are still gonna be wanting. Oh, the size difference. That match it would be kick-ass. Brian versus Lesnar would be great, but it just. In pro wrestling, you have to suspend your disbelief, and I think that could be a kick-ass match. I feel like that match would be... Brian is it, the it, ultimate underdog there. 
it, Velt he could is, be great. But it would it'll also be a good match because I feel like in that type of match, Lesnar could use more of his amateur wrestling background yeah. to keep it away. Like, obviously, he's still going to be physical, but I feel like that match would be better if he used more of his amateur wrestling, like, moves than, yeah. like, an absolute, like, the beast. Brawl. Yeah, the absolute which brawl. Which we've been like, known to see from him for which the last he, few like, years. Which, like, an Undertaker match you'd want to see between them. Yeah, it just didn't work like out. Like, they had at... Uh, no Mercy 2002, which is a great match. Yep, Watch it so. on the WWE Network if you want. <laughs> Just pitch nice that right there. But um, I feel like if they wrestled, he'd be more of a, he should use more of his amateur background more than the brawler type that he has as a wrestler. I think, like I said before, I'm fine with Lesnar not showing up until um, SummerSlam. Until at least the summertime. Yeah. Um, if only because it looks like they're fine with Paul Heyman being uh, having a new Paul Heyman guy in Cesaro. So they have something for him to do. We'll get to that in a moment. Are you excited about that? I'm excited, but I was going to say, are they going to drop the ball on Cesaro like they did a Ryback and Curtis Axel with what Paul Heyman? Oh, okay, right. Yeah, yeah. Especially, I don't think so. Ryback and Heyman, I liked it, but Ryback, they no, he was a joke when he but didn't heal. But is Cesaro a, a heel or That's a what face we're all now? Wondering. Exactly. That's a very good question. Because he's a face to the fans, but he's with the heel manager. Mm-hmm. Well, because they're doing a heel versus heel technically Cesaro they're going to buy into him anyway and Paul Heyman they will cheer yeah. even, which is funny because he got booed out of the building on Raw did you see that the promo? I watched that yeah. that was a great promo, promo. by the way that is amazing one of the biggest highlights of the show one of the biggest highlights of Lesnar beating the streak was hearing that promo from Heyman he can turn the crowd against him exactly he can, he can get them cheering him that was and a ass crowd too yeah yeah. Like I said, he can get them cheering and booing him in, like, matter of seconds. Phenomenal stuff. Yeah. Phenomenal. I think they should have done Cesaro like and they, him from the get-go, They booed honestly. him during the Brock Lesnar match, then he t- took some shots to the crowd, but right when he came out of Cesaro, they were cheering him. Great stuff. I, er, like I said, everything about the show is just picture, picture perfect, in my opinion. But even still, though, Cesaro, now with Heyman in his corner, do you see him as a future world champion? I feel like if he stays with Heyman, he could. Yes. He could eventually become that. I don't see it happening. Oh, no, 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 no. Not in like the, the next month. Next, or, you know what I mean? I don't think I can see in the next year. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. Do you, could you see Brian versus Cesaro on a future pay-per-view for the WWE World Heavyweight title? Yeah, I could see that. I feel like that would be a good match. Brian is a solidified main eventer. No more of this BS. Oh, it's no. just... You know, this B, is just, you know... Yeah, B-plus player. B-plus player. It's his time for the moment. Yeah. He's, you know, a temporary yeah. thing. He's a main event guy. Yep. He's a main event guy. So let's talk about that a little bit. Main event, I thought was excellent. Um, I would even say that it was better than the Triple H and Bryan match, which was each, equally excellent, if only because it had more drama. Yep. When Batista tossed, or I don't know whoever it was, Bryan was out of the ring, Orton hit the RKO on Batista, I jumped out of my chair and almost punched the TV. I thought Orton was going to win. What was that moment like for people in the arena? I don't think... Did I don't you, remember that. You don't remember that? When he hit the RKO. The only time I got nervous. He kicked out a two and seven eighths. It was amazing. The only, oh, my the, God. The only part I was really nervous about during that match is when um, Dana Bryan hit um, Randy Orton with the flying knee and yeah. Tisa tossed him out. I was like, no. Yeah, 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 yeah that too. That That's too. when I got nuts. I was yeah. like, no. No. I was like, God, but The streak is broken and now this. And exactly. now you're finding the streak. But yeah, people exactly. would have been like, oh, worst WrestleMania ever. If, this if is garbage. Batista won, <laughs> oh my goodness. Dude, I would have crapped my pants. I, 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 thought, I thought Batista was going to, I thought he had a chance because they didn't even do his pyro. I was like, yeah, oh, no. they'll save that to when he wins. And yeah. I was like, fuck. 
Oh, Which is weird because they did it. I'm like, okay. It was because the band was still had their set up there. Yeah, that's, that's why. A good point. I didn't think about that. Which, Which was, was very awesome, good. The They're very good. Entrance, Rev the Wyatt, was awesome. the Wyatt one was Dude, really good. Stole the show. I was stuffed under my seat crying, <laughs> but it was still really good. Dude, that was amazing. Let's talk about that a little bit. We haven't talked about that at all. Ray Wyatt versus John Cena. Not the match I thought it was going to be. The build was amazing. We talked no. about that time and time again. The best built match on the card is up Daniel Bryan and the whole authority no. stuff. The match itself. Um, it was it was good. It was it was pretty good. I'll give it that much. But the story they tried to tell, trying to bring the dark side out of John Cena, is not at all the story they told going into WrestleMania. So, what were your thoughts? Because the, the crowd was not into this match at all. I f- so you were there. So yeah, I was thoughts. there. I feel like, the like you said, they kind of the they kind of like took what they had, like, and they kind of like I don't know, like I feel like they didn't take like how he was like kind of afraid of why, but then, like, they try to, like, get this mean streak out of him. Where did that what, come from? I have no idea. Random. And, like, I feel like, I don't know, I feel like they didn't, like, have, like, good chemistry in the ring together. I feel like they had good spots, obviously, but I feel like most of the match are kind of, like, on the ground, like, doing, like, little, like, headlocks, stuff like that, nothing, like, too big. But I feel like, I don't know, I feel like the promo is, like, the promo is so good, the match just kind of, like, disappointed the promo. Yeah, it was underwhelming, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah, and it, it, also, it also wasn't good that Cena won. No, that was Which the weird. crowd was like, oh, my God, Cena again. Yeah, yeah. Like, little five-year-old man, you're like, yay. I'm like, <laughs> Five-year-old like, next to you? Exactly. I was like, come Even on. Even his reaction, I mean, you do this I, grand entrance for yeah. Wyatt. Should have gone over, of course. Yeah. But then John Cena comes out after being in the main event for three, four years, which I, I love that he wasn't in the main event yep. this year. I think we can all appreciate yep. that. Fine comes art. out, same old T-shirt, same, same old, old entrance. entrance. Not not even a huge reaction at all. People are didn't just like, do, did, like, he like... I feel like he usually comes out and like, says something to the camera. I don't think he said anything. I feel like he just walked out, yeah. just looked, and then did Business the little thing. Usual, yeah. yeah, I feel like it wasn't weird. anything special. Like, yeah. I, I thought the, the Mardi Gras band would play him in or something. I thought like WrestleMania 24. I thought something would happen, but yeah. I feel like it was, just the, it was just a raw entrance for Cena. And that's not a sign at all. Oh, Daniel Bryan's a new guy, and then John Cena's you know no longer the guy. I think yeah. John Cena's still, still the face the, of the company. He's still the face of the company. And he but, will be for years to come. But but I just feel like it. She should have lost to Bray Wyatt. Yeah, John Cena gains nothing. The from only that. only good thing about him, only thing that like makes it good that he lost. No one will remember he lost. Because everyone's just gonna remember the streak, and everyone's gonna remember Dana Bryan. Yeah, it got over. We t- we took an hour the and a half to talk. Bray Wyatt John Cena match got pushed way down. That's my only gripe about the show, to be quite honest with you. I think everything else was perfect. If Bray Wyatt won, it would have been a lot better. But I still yeah. think even if he won, people would still want like it would still be an afterthought of the streak getting broken and Dana Bryan winning twice. Would have boosted my rating. I think of the show had Wyatt gone over. I think it would have been the perfect WrestleMania. Every uh, Rus- no no show can be perfect, yeah. except for last night's Raw, which I thought was perfect. But WrestleMania-wise, pay-per-view-wise, nothing can be perfect. Yep. And that was my one great. I think show. that was the one like one flaw that they could have. Even fixed. the streak. I know. I know you loved seeing it broken, but for guys like me and just fans that did not want to see it broken, it was a moment. It was a WrestleMania. It's moment. It's definitely the show, most shocking ever. moment ever. And it made WrestleMania feel noteworthy. Yep. And I said this time and time again. End of an era with Undertaker yep. losing. Start of a new era with Daniel Bryan and everything that happened last night. Yep. So, great 30 Cesaro. Days Cesaro, exactly. The Shield. Bray Wyatt did get the win at uh, Raw. He, he did. did get the, the six-man tag team match. match yeah. he'll, win like, in, he'll win in Extreme Rules, but I mean, no one's going to remember Extreme Rules. People re- will No one will remember him wrestling at WrestleMania either. Exactly. Well, I mean, yeah, the match got pushed down. but I feel like people remember more Cesaro winning than him losing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. 
like we were talking about. People before. remember the Austin that angle more than that happened. Yeah, I feel so. like the, I just feel like they didn't have the chemistry in the ring that we expected they would have. Yeah, I thought everything about the show was just great. I honestly, thought was, I thought the only match that I feel like the only match that kind of like dampened was the Cena match with how Cena won, and it was like Jesus, not again. I didn't even think the Divas match was even that bad. That wasn't bad at all. I mean, people pooped all over yeah, it because exactly. it was in the middle after the streak, of course. And understand, even if it wasn't, people wouldn't care exactly. anyway. But it was a good match. AJ Lee retained for a day anyway. We'll get and to that in a minute. Yeah. I was, I, I can't even tell you how excited I was. I'll get into that in a minute. But um, the only gripe from this show, Cena, Cena winning. But um, I want to get your thoughts on this because you were in attendance. People, um, someone that I was texting at the time, the, uh, John, who I was talking to, I think he was fine with it. I'm not really sure. I, I don't know what his thoughts were on this. And a lot of people I heard were very disappointed with this. The two-minute match from The Shield, the New Age Outlaws, and Kane. So my opinion on this was I loved it. I Shield loved it. dominated. What, honestly, people are like, oh, The Shield, they do deserve better WrestleMania. On, uh, absolutely. Now, But I'm, t- a few things. One, they're still together. Yep. Two, they're hot as hell's baby yep. faces. Those masks, those masks those are, are awesome. Sick. They look like they're. Um, did you you know the Aces and HSTNA? Yep. They look like they're masks. But Shield rocked them ten times more. Shields are way better. Absolutely, way better group in general. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> they're, they're not, not they're old good. hags that couldn't make it <laughs> in the WWE. But no, no SmackDown rejects. Exactly. Yeah. No SmackDown. But I think rejects. I think that was. I think that's the match people wanted to see. I don't think people wanted to see the the middle-aged outlaws and Kane. Yeah. No one really Why, cares about them. Who who was disappointed? Uh, okay, I can see being disappointed in Shield not being featured more or getting a bigger a longer match. But also, but if we're gonna get that match, then that's what we got. We're not gonna get a ten-minute match involving a, a, a three guys whose age, are, you know, you exactly. Like I feel like they old. they put them even like I feel like when I after it happened, I was like, oh, maybe it was so fast. I was like. The Brian Triple H match went along than Probably they expected did, it. But, who cares? but still, but I feel like they got them over it. They had all the spots, hit the Superman punch on everyone, speared everyone, drew a power bomb, flip over the top rope. Ambrose had the other, a couple of spots. They had these three guys dominated. come out and just dominate these old bags that yeah. they should have dominated. Yeah. And it was just like the crowd was, I feel like the crowd was into it the whole time because they're all, it wasn't one part of the match that was slow, had a boring spot. They, had, they kept move after move after move after move, and then yeah. Shield won, and the crowd went nuts. Yeah. I feel like it was perfect. They could have, they could have earned more time, but I feel like the two, three, four, five minute match, how long it was, was perfect. How they just came out and literally just dominated them. Yeah, should have gotten a bigger role at WrestleMania, but aside from that, and um, even still though, they were in the main event of Raw the next night. Exactly. So they bounced back, and New Age Outlaws are hopefully gone for good. Well, Billy Gunn got hurt, so he did. Well, that I hope they're gone. They really have no purpose. Kane's awful. I like Kane, but I hate corporate Kane. <laughs> With Evolution back, you have no need for the New Age Outlaws, I think, at this point. Yeah. But, anyway, WrestleMania in a nutshell. We spent a lot of time talking about that because we're going to get into Raw in just a minute or so. WrestleMania, I know it's going to differ for you a little bit. Yeah. And um, it will definitely differ for you because you were there in attendance. But even if you weren't there in attendance, your overall score for WrestleMania, John said 7.5. A lot of people have said 7 or 7.5. And and I'll give my score after you give yours. You think of the whole WrestleMania? Entire I feel like WrestleMania. My, I think my I feel like mine's gonna be biased. Yeah, but go ahead. That's fine. I don't know. I think I think it was a great WrestleMania. I feel like they had plenty of WrestleMania moments. The one damper was the Cena match, but if I had a grade, only gripe. I if I had a grade, I'd probably say eight and a half. I'd only WrestleMania I'd put a front in front of it, and the best of all time would be seventeen. Jeff, put, you were watching on the WWE Network too, of course. Correct. What was what would be your score for the show? 
It's my first WrestleMania. Okay. So, uh, definitely like an eight and a half, nine. Eight and a half, yeah. nine. I highly enjoyed it as well. I think I think the best five pa- top five WrestleManias that I've seen. Okay. Seventeen, thirty, twenty-eight. Yes. Twenty-one, twenty-four. Okay. I thought WrestleMania 19 was spectacular. 19 was good, too, but... 19 was spectacular. Triple H, Booker T, come on. Yeah. WrestleMania 3, I think you have to throw in there. You can't... I could care less about Hogan, all that bull crap. It's the match that revolutionized it. You have to put that in there. I know... I've never even seen it, but it was a WrestleMania that revolutionized it. You know what I agree? I could care less. No? Okay, but... I think Cesaro throwing Big Show over is more impressive than Hogan slamming Andre. Really? He actually picked him up and physically moved him and threw him over. I'm glad Hogan guys picked him up and just dumped him. I'm glad. And Cesaro is a lot smaller than Hulk Hogan is. I'm glad they didn't do the swing on the show. They could save that for a later yeah. date. I, I think, think I think the Cesaro throwing Big Show over the top rope was more impressive than Hulk Hogan slamming Andre Giant. Mark that down, folks. RJ said him. I feel like that was way a bit a way bigger moment because back then, obviously, Andre Giant is like this huge guy. And it's Hulk a different Hogan's, time. It's a it's totally a, different thing. A totally different wrestling. But I feel like Cesaro. Lot smaller than Hulk Hogan, obviously. Freakishly small. Literally picked him up, carried him five to ten feet, and dumped him over the top rope. Hogan just picked him up and threw him down right in front of him. It was crazy. And it got him the win, too, to a And the crowd top. turned the face on the pre show, exactly. and then the next. Exactly. Cesaro he had one over. of the biggest pops of the night. Crazy. crazy. And Hulk Hogan had one of the biggest boos, but. Hulk Hogan? After he said Silver Dome three times. He was times. still over, though. He got yeah, a great but, reaction, so. Awesome segment. Uh, obviously, Lesnar had the most heat. No, Batista had the most heat. Did he really? Did no one? Everyone once his music hit, they booed him out of the building. That was great. Batista, I still really love, but he flourishes as a heel. Yeah, he's great. So that being said, though, what did you say? Eight and a half, nine. I said eight and a half. Eight and a half is your solid yep. number, and you said eight and a half as well, Jeff. Cam, were you watching WrestleMania this past Sunday? Of course I was. You were watching it live? <laughs> this is your course. first WrestleMania, too? Yeah. It was? Yeah. What would you grade out of 10? 8.75. 8.75, okay. <laughs> I'm going to have to give it, honestly, a lot of people have been saying 7.5. I don't know if I'd go as far as 9, because this is, this is where I lie here. This is watching it from home, like you guys were, but pre-show, great. Everything up until the Cena win, I think I was marking out for... Cena won, died down a little bit. The Undertaker-Lesnar match, my enthusiasm was completely dead. Mm. Divas match, I didn't even remember that because all I was thinking about was the streak. Main event, kicked it back up to a a beautiful note to end the show on. So I'm going to have to give it an 8. I think it was a very, very good show. Best WrestleMania of the PG era by far. WrestleMania 28 was great, but this, in terms of WrestleMania moments... You've got this a whole have bunch. the most. This Absolutely. Have the most. And it, it, what makes it better is that it was the end of an era, start of a new era. WrestleMania 30, where better to do it? The, no. the fitting, it was so fitting. Perfect. Yeah. You know what I mean? So, beautiful stuff. And, too, um, didn't really affect you at all. But WWE Network, the stream, didn't blow out at all. I thought it was beautiful. No issues with it whatsoever. Perfect stuff. And um, if you didn't watch it, go back and watch it on the WWE Network. Yeah, I already watched it over again. You watched it over. You guys had a replay, right? Yeah, we watched I watched it. Again. I watched it last night. I watched it again today. <laughs> I really had the desire to go back and watch it. It was phenomenal. It was good. Great show. So speaking of great shows, let's go into Monday Night Raw. And we were going to do the match of the week segment. We don't have much time for it because we talked about WrestleMania and Raw. So for twenty hours, yeah. Yeah, for twenty hours. Yeah. We'll Thank talk- God we did a two-hour show today. Yeah, I know. Absolutely, that's a smart call. So we'll get into that. We'll do our match of the week segment next week, but um. Let's talk about Monday Night Raw. Yeah. So the biggest highlight on the show that I gotta say before we get into anything else, Paige, Paige winning the Divas Championship last night. Paige um, coming out in front of her not her home 
crowd, but a lot of English people in yeah, the crowd, obviously. A lot from of, I saw a lot of foreigners when I was down there. Crazy, yeah. There's so many people. Gotta respect the hell out of yeah. them for traveling, traveling that, far. that far. I wouldn't travel from freaking where we are now to New Jersey for WrestleMania 20. I probably would have, but I couldn't, but that's a two-hour yes, drive. Would. If you knew how it was, you would. For WrestleMania 30, I don't think I'd be able to travel that far. I couldn't travel to New Louisiana, or to Louisiana for New Orleans. I'm contemplating going next there. Where is, oh, yeah, in California. I would go. Did I'm definitely drive? going again. Uh, I was going to say, did you drive, but you definitely took a plane. I took a plane. Because you were in the airport, yeah. yeah. You saw that's where you saw Kevin Nash. That's where I saw Kevin Nash. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Big sexy in the WWE <laughs> Hall of Fame. NWO. They, well, you didn't watch the WWE Hall of Fame, did you? Did you watch that on the network? No. You didn't? No. I thought it was funny. It was funny as heck. Mr. T talked about his mom for like 10 minutes. All right, I'll skip that part then. <laughs> and he was like, hey, Vinny Vegas. And he turned around in the airport. I'm like, hey. No, Did you really? No. Oh, come on. <laughs> come on. Vinny Vegas. <laughs> What, what else did he go by? Oz, right? Oz, Vinny Vegas, Oz. Diesel, <laughs> Kevin They didn't have Diesel induct uh, Scott Hall in the Hall of Fame, though, so it was weird. Only Razor Ramon. They didn't talk about NWO. But anyway, Paige winning the Divas Championship. Thought it was a great moment. People were saying this should be the moment. This should have happened months ago. No better place to debut Paige. Right in front of the English crowd. You know, I think very, WrestleMania would have been fine, though, too. I think it would have been overshadowed by everything else. Honestly, it would have. It, it obviously, the match would not. I think giving her the quick win was brilliant, if only because you saved that great, great match. Yeah. We've been talking about this for weeks. You mentioned yeah. Paige should have been in the Invitational, yeah. so you half predicted that correctly. So yeah. Paige, Paige, she comes in, hits her finisher. Well, after AJ gives her a little bit of a match after a minute, you saved that great match, and the the complaint of a lot of people is that they didn't do the chase. Okay, and you know you build her up as a contender to the title. No, I think the best way to do this was here and the post-WrestleMania crowd, which is great. I honestly can tell you that the only moment that I've gone back and watched again from last night's Raw over and over was that moment because I thought it was phenomenal. I thought it was very good. I feel like it was good how she came out and like, congratulate AJ. AJ kind of like turned against her since she's heel. Yeah. Quick match. Out of nowhere, hits the finisher, wins. Great Obviously, you build up a great, another longer feud with yeah, AJ. Absolutely, yeah. You won your fluke win. You're a rookie. I'll come back be you, whatever. Yeah. But I feel like... I feel like planned vignettes on newer guys kind of like kill the anticipation of them coming out. Like I feel like the like Adam Rose had a vignette and Bo Dallas, had, but I feel like when guys just come out and debut, like if the Shield had a had a vignette, it wouldn't have been as good as them coming out in Summer Survivor Series and Powerbomb Ryback. Who are these guys to come out Shield? All this anticipation, like the ne- just like the Nexus, they weren't known to come out make cause havoc. They come out. I feel like these some vignettes kind of like damper the younger talent down because then like like then sometimes they kind of pull back on the character a little bit okay like they had the alexander russo pull them back for a while then kind of put him back brothers clay supposed to be this big heel comes out as a dinosaur whatever yeah stupidness he was i feel so like you're saying that was a good thing yeah i'm gl- i feel like it was great how they just had Paige come out and win without instead of her Paige coming in three weeks then people were like oh okay no i think, I think it was perfect how she came out Peter, and then like people know who she is already, too. I agree with you and I disagree with you, because you can't debut everyone like that. I think it depends on the gimmick. S.H.I.E.L.D. was the shocker of the century. Yeah. Which is Nexus awesome. was the shocker of the century. Nexus was amazing. Love Nexus. One of my favorite stables of all time. But um, it depends on the gimmick, because the Wyatt family... They could have came out. I, feel like I don't think that... I think the vignettes were brilliant. The vignettes the were very good. They built up excitement to... You know what I mean? But I feel like you can't do that for everybody. Where you just come out and there's no reaction at all. But I feel like the, I feel like it's too <clears throat> early to bring up more than you need to introduce these people. Yeah, but I feel like it's also too early to bring up keep bring up more new or new guys. So what are they going to do with them? 
What are they going to do with like them? Adam Rose, what are they going to do with them? What are they going to do with Bo Dallas? It's going to take some time. The, the fact they debuted four new guys, or will be debuting four and new I people. And I hate Rusev, so. Yeah, Rusev is Rusev, and we'll get to that in a little bit. Kozlov. Yeah, yeah, the new Vladimir Kozlov, so. And, um, and Adam Rose is the current day godfather. What? Oh, he is, yeah. He looks like Russell Brand. You know that guy? Yeah. He doesn't He doesn't even look exactly like him. But I feel like his gimmick is like, he's instead of being the pimp, like, godfather, he's the partier. He's so much fun. It's Did just you, like it's just like the it's just like a current day Godfather kind of. You've seen Which, it on, on, on yeah, NXT, I, I right? Watched a lot. Yeah. yeah, I watched him on NXT and I yeah. watched the vignette last night. I thought it was. Hilarious. I didn't see the Bo Dallas one, but I hate Bo Dallas. Bo Dallas I hate as well, but he's so great as a heel. But I his think his brother kills him. No, someone. <laughs> I laughed at this, but someone was like, uh, and not not to take any shots at them, but they said, oh, they should do a Bray Wyatt feud where they, you know, uh, a Bray Wyatt Bo Dallas feud where they talk about being brothers. <laughs> take that. Take. <laughs> Bray Wyatt's gimmick, and then take that gimmick, and maybe I don't know. If you want to do that match, maybe you throw IRS in there as a special guest referee, and do that next year at WrestleMania. That sound good to you? No. Do that next year for WrestleMania. I, so feel, RJ- like, I feel like Bo Dallas, like he's he's like not like fresh. We've seen him in WWE before. He came back. Different thing though. Ref- he's so dislikable that he's great as he's, a heel. Oh, he's so awful. I just want to punch his face. Exactly. That's what makes him such a great heel. Yeah, but I feel like he's not a good heel. I no? feel like I just. Like, a guy like Triple H in his day was a great heel, and you wanted to hit him. Yeah. Edge was a great heel, a guy you wanted to hit him. But else was a new guy, just, like, annoying. Like, his face is, oh. <laughs> and his brother kills him, so I could kill us. I feel you. And I Bad News you. Barrett debuted last night, Yes, too. I was going to talk about that as well. Bad News bad Barrett. News. Finally, finally. Finally. Finally making his in-ring debut. And beat up a 50-year-old Rey Mysterio. Yes, beat up wait. a 50-year-old Rey Mysterio. <laughs> he got the booze of the century. It was funny, because... Rey Mysterio came out. The reaction was okay, okay. No one cares about him anymore. That's why. No, he needs to go, man. He needs to go. He needs to go away. Like now. I don't like Rey Mysterio. I liked him in his day. He's way too old to be wrestling. He can't do anything anymore. What's he? He's not done anything meaningful in like three years. Because he's out of shape and he's not old. Why? Why is he still here? Because he's like Undertaker. These guys. Undertaker wrestles once. These guys have been like. It's a completely different. Yeah, thing. but I feel like they keep like these guys who've been like around for a long time and just keep them around. Mark Henry, he should be done a while ago. I love Mark Henry, but right now they're not doing anything with him, so why bother? You know what I mean? I think Big Show, a- Big Show's different too, but he's not done anything meaningful either. Like, yeah, exactly. Why are they here? Just, Ma- just get over young guys. That, put that- him out the pasture. Put him out the pasture. I love Christian, but this guy's been injured like two yeah. weeks ago when we talked about it. He wasn't even at WrestleMania. Yeah. That's a sign. Just he's got to go. He's got to retire. So. Uh, he's got to retire in the next few months. But they so. need these veterans to also get over younger talent. That are Absolutely. So put these people over and so go So maybe away. that's why Rey Mysterio is still someone around. But. Rey Mysterio said in an interview lately that uh, recently that he was going to be stick- sticking around for the next little while because I guess his contract's coming up and he's going to re-sign. What do you have left to do? What do you have left to do? Be a backstage guy or something. You know what I mean? Exactly. The, the, the ching ching Yeah. So I got some good news for you. Bad News Barrett making his in-ring debut on Raw. So your thoughts on Bad News Barrett? I guess he, it's he's still gonna be Wade Barrett on my mind. I'm not gonna change because he's such gimmicks. Hopefully he can re- get his career back to where it was when he was ahead of the Nexus. He looked like he was gonna be the new uh, next one world of the champ. new future guys, yeah. world champion. Then the core happened. Then exactly the core happened that <laughs> failed and Big Zeke's gone by the way. Yep, he's left. It's Vicky Guerrero's gone too. <laughs> yeah. but I feel like not officially, but yeah. Like, we'll he that. fell, Ryback fell, Dana Bryan took it, and running right now. I'm sorry, what, what are you talking about? Like, 
Wade Barrows felt like he was going to be the new guy from Nexus. Then oh, Ryback. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Ryback came up, and then now finally Daniel Bryan. Yeah, that's because it they, they wasn't there. But fault. I feel like ever since NXT, there hasn't, like, Daniel Bryan is, like, the only guy that really, like, NXT came out show? with his, yes. Yeah, not the not show. Now. Yeah, not the He's the only one that actually came out of it with his still the same gimmick. Daniel Bryan has not changed anything, and is the only one that's actually done something with his career. It's because he, the badly botched their rises to the top. Daniel Bryan went from a rookie to a loser. The video package says it all. Yeah. Loser to United States to champion. champion to a world champion, Mr. Money in the Bank. You know, backtracked a little bit to Team Hell No, yeah. WWE Tag Team Champion. But that, was, fun that was still a great Entertaining. run. Entertaining. Yep. And it got him over as a yep. babyface. Did the heel thing, was great as a yep. heel. And now is the WWE World Heavyweight exactly. Champion. That is how you build up a wrestler exactly. in 2014. Wade Barrett, instant world title picture. Del Rio, instant world title picture. Sheamus, same thing. What are these guys doing now? What, what can you do with these guys now? Sheamus is... Turn heel or leave. He's out. Away. Or have Lesnar beat his ass extreme rules. I think they can have a... Oh, yes. Yeah, I think they can have a great feud. I don't think you can do that now, because bringing in a feud from Lesnar, Lesnar and Undertaker... To go to Lesnar and Sheamus, I think you need to be, build up Sheamus a little bit more for people to take that feud seriously. Because that could be a great match. I love that match, but going from that to that, Brock Lesnar destroys him. Yeah, like there's not even a point because Sheamus is just a joke. I right feel now. like Sheamus, Big Show, Biggie are kind of all in the same boat. But right like now. not doing anything, like, they just throw him in that battle royal. Yeah, I feel. I heard they said that Del Rio is going to take the IC title soon too. So. Yeah, they're going to be feuding with him and Biggie. They didn't take any step towards that last night. I don't even think Del Rio was on last night, so. What's, a lot the, of people what's the deal with Santino? They're going to get rid of this clown, too. Santino. I'm sick of Santino. I'm sick of him. I'm sick of Kali. I'm sick of Hornswoggle. They can't. Get these guys out of here <laughs> and let Emma go do her own thing. They need comedy figures. And now I'm not saying, like, we find it funny, but I mean, like, comedy figures yeah, yeah. for, like, I the guess. kids. You got to boost the morale of the big guys. Exactly. Know? Exactly. I but guess. Like, they're, they're having the wrong people do it, honestly. Santino's, but. like, seriously, like, he needs to go. He's a joke. He's been a joke for the last five years. The, uh, I know you didn't watch it, but the sex joke that they did with Emma and Santino, we were talking about oh, with Mike last week, was horrendous. Well, they do. We were talking about it last week. They were saying how, um, I can't remember what she said. Or he said. Oh, he wanted to, she said, oh, no, yeah, we're going to be, uh, Santino's like, oh, we're, we're friends, right? Yeah. And she's like, yeah, well, we're friends with benefits. And they're at dinner or something. He starts choking on his food. He's like, friends with benefits. And he's like, She's like, yeah, we we exchange food and stuff. Like it was so stupid. Yeah, it's stupid. And like last night, they kind of like didn't know like the hug. That was so weird. High five. People can if Emma came out to her music and she won with her music. Yeah. People are doing the Emma dance, but have her come out and do her thing and put her against Paige or AJ or something. Put her in that title picture. I don't even mind her wrestling Summer Rae. I feel like they've had do good that. matches. Yeah. I just actually I feel like they, they, they've been just using the mixed tag just to get Fandango on there, too. Great observation, by the way, and I'm very happy you brought that up. I just read moments before you got here a little while ago that apparently, I don't know why they're doing this over social media, but Fandango broke up with Summer Rae, apparently, over Twitter, and it was it didn't exactly say it, but it said we're over or something like that. So I think Summer Rae and Fandango are done. I think Fandango is on his own, and honestly, I could not be any happier. Summer Rae is very talented. Fandango can't say the same thing for him, and I'm glad his little Fandango thing died. He has no potential in that gimmick that he's that he. But that's has. not his. That's it's not his fault. Not. He's a great wrestler. Yeah. He's a great wrestler, and it's not his fault. I'm just not a fan of him because yeah. I'm a fan of his gimmick because it's a joke. Just a dance gimmick. It's a dance gimmick. Get him out of there. Why is Emma in there? They love dance gimmicks. I don't know why. Just do Emma and Summer Rae versus. 
do all the NXT divas with no, not even just just have Emma fight Summer Rae. She wins next week. Fights one of the Bellas. Just build these girls up instead of just saying. Paige oh. and Summer Rae would be great. Yeah, it would. It, they've had a good match on NXT, but yes. st- instead of having like her just go fight Paige, like have her beat veterans first, then build the match against Paige. Who, Summer Rae or Emma? Emma. Emma. Oh, yeah. I like Emma more than I like Summer Rae. Yeah, yeah, same here. Emma's a better wrestler, too, obviously. She is, yeah. Because Summer Rae's very green. Summer so. Rae is, is good at getting heat, though, so yeah. I'll give her that much. But um, Total Divas back on Sunday as well. Yeah. Tune in for that. I wish Emma was on it. What? I wish Emma was on it, but Yeah. But, um... She can replace Cameron, who I hate. The best part about this... Yeah, me too. And the best part about this entire feud with AJ and, and Paige is... First of all, it can only get better. Yes, absolutely, and hopefully they incorporate the promos. That was the first Divas promo I've seen in how long? A while. A long time. Uh, they did promos with Caitlyn and AJ, and I love that feud, if only because they had back history to that. They had they had been best friends, had uh, grown up in NXT together. Uh, Their matches were really good yeah. too, and Caitlyn wasn't even that great. Yeah. She wasn't even that great, and they had great matches. So that being said, though, what I love about this feud is that it's the first time since that Caitlyn and AJ feud that we've had a feud in the Divas division, an actual legit feud that isn't non-Total Divas versus yeah. Total Divas. Like, I'm not going to be bored out of my mind racking my head against a fucking desk every single week <laughs> because we see the same old shit every single week. Graham just got wicked heated about the Total Divas. <laughs> I'm sorry. I, I watch this show, but the the thing is that they incorporate... Like, the Summer Rae slapping Natalia yeah. and having a match the next week and the next day on Raw, I thought that was oh, great. great. That was great. You just can't do matches... Oksana and and Alicia and uh, yeah Alicia Fox and Oksana versus the, the, the Funkadactyls. The Funkadactyls, the Bella Twins every week. What's the point? Why do I care? They have no promos. They exactly. have nothing to set it up. Why should I give a damn? You don't. I don't give a damn, and I shouldn't give a damn. That's exactly. how you do your homework during those matches. <laughs> Unless it's the Bellas, then you watch. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, Johnson and Daniel Bryan both going over at WrestleMania. The Bella Twins not so much and not as successful. They so fought they, each other. They did fight each other at one point, yeah, so I was happy that AJ went over. So, I, yeah. was, I was a little upset that Brie Bell didn't come out during the celebration. She said that she wasn't allowed to. But did then why would they let his sister and her that was, I don't know. Him? I don't know. Especially if you wanted to build up a Total Divas moment. You I know? feel like they didn't want her to go out because it would be like, oh, like, yeah. Makes no sense. Yeah. I still, like, I could see why, but. An awesome celebration. That's just yeah. nitpicking things, yeah. but this is weird. Yeah. So yeah, that was that was kind of sidetracking from the original point. Paige and AJ, yeah. best thing on Raw, I think, in my opinion. But uh, you know, we were talking about the new guys. I feel like the best thing on Raw was when the Shield came out. The Shield, yeah, the main event. We just like we I, well, I obviously that I knew they're gonna come out like they had like the little Kane promo. Predictable, yeah, but still predictable, awesome. but still like Great I was moment. like I can't wait. It's the it, the music hits and they come out with the the oh, the mass to make them absolutely it, badass man they're money they're I money. can smell the money from a mile away coming from those guys exactly I, even if they were heels the mass would look sick but now yeah, the absolutely. baby faces is even better heels face tweeners the shield they're money I couldn't yep. be happy that they're exactly. still together they're great they're great so um, that being said though the other thing I wanted to talk about briefly um, in all of this commotion the debut of the new guys everything that happened with Brock Lesnar Paul Heyman the promo on the show we had the return of Rob Van Dam last night on Monday Night Raw. Also thought that was a very cool moment. I Obviously, see it, but... you didn't see it. It got buried underneath everything else, yeah. but it was cool. Rob Van Dam, he's not going to be competing for the, any world titles or anything, or the world title. But it's nice to see him back. He's yeah. a great wrestler. People love him. It's a fun gimmick. Hopefully, this sells, time around. Sell shirts. Sell shirts, exactly. He's a merchandise seller. He, somehow, he's a Ultimate, somehow Ultimate Warriors, too, but that's a different story. <laughs> I love Ultimate Warrior. He's, he's a nostalgia yeah. act. Someone had to pay me to buy a shirt. Ultimate Warrior is great. I love when he came out on Raw last night. But um, even still, though, Rob Van Dam back in the WWE. 
hopefully they do something right off the bat. Because last time he came back and was like, uh, what do we do now? Did no. that one feud with Del Rio gone? Awful. Now Ricardo Rodriguez is a Spanish announcer, too. What? Ricardo Rodriguez is a Spanish announcer, too. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, that was weird. I don't know. They had the French I, team there, too. I saw that. The French team at WrestleMania? They had, yeah. It was, they had Cole and them, the Spanish announced team, and then they had a French team oh, really? next to them. Yeah. I did not know that. Because yeah, now you don't have two brands. Yeah, I guess so. It's a good point. But um, what were we talking about here? We were talking about Rob Van Dam. So what do you see him doing back in the WWE? Now that he's back, what do you see him doing? Who do you see him feuding with, especially going into his special attraction pay-per-view, the pay-per-view made for him, Extreme Rules? I can see him debuting against one of the newer face guys, maybe, or heels, I mean, not face, he's a face. Maybe like Bo Dallas, maybe. Mm-hmm. Bad News Barrett. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Rusev, yeah. maybe. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like he's going to be like that veteran that's like the benchmark. You get him, and then you go higher and higher and higher. I like it. I like it. Like maybe they beat RVD, get an IC title match, something like that. Or a U.S. title match hasn't been defended in four months, but. Yeah, now they're like, not going to do that at Extreme Rules either. Take the title off Ambrose. Jeez. It was a great idea in theory, but they're not doing anything with it, you know? So it doesn't not, make any sense. They feel like they just keep burying titles. Yeah, the IC they isn't doing too well They should literally take what they had, and every title should def- has to be defended in 30 days. It should, that was the old rule, but they never abide by it. They... They they try as soon like they try. They bring it. it up when they need to. But they you know should. I mean? But like I feel like they haven't got like they never get defended, so they have never no credibility. No, no, absolutely yeah. not. The mid card titles at least. I think the tag titles, the divas title, yeah. and the world title is fine now. Yeah. I think it's only the mid card titles are complete. Crap. They need to bring back the cruiserweight title too. Yeah, they need to have their own show on the network for those guys, in my opinion. No, they should just guys. be on Raw. Only on Raw? They should be on Raw, too, I feel like. Why not? I like them. They're yeah, with fun. Tyson Tyson Kidd uh, finally made an appearance at WrestleMania. He got s- tossed in, like, 20 seconds. <laughs> Brutus David, Clay was there, too, for, Brutus, tw- for 10, 10 seconds. Not even Brutus Clay. David Otunga, man. David Otunga David is was. back in the WWE. He's back the first time in over a year. David Otunga got a WrestleMania match. He came in, his first appearance in over a year, gets a WrestleMania match, and Bad News Barrett didn't. So I was very upset about that, but then we got him the next night in Raw, so I was fine about that. But yeah, let's talk about the, the main event real quick. We had the conclusion of the show. We had The Shield coming out to save Daniel Bryan from the newly reformed Evolution. So it was kind of the new age versus the old age, the new guys versus the old guys, yep. new guard versus old guard, so on and so forth. We booked this a few weeks ago, planned out, played out exactly how we said it would. Are you excited for this feud? What are your expectations? And what do you see the match order? Uh, what, what do you see happening in Extreme Rules? I'm excited with the feud. I feel like it's, like you said, it's taking the older guys' evolution. Yeah. With the exception of Kane, obviously. Kane, but yeah. It's still, like the th- still part of the authority. Still part of the authority versus yeah. like the new guys. I feel like they could do a spot, which they've done in the past. Instead of having the singles match with Triple H... They have the four and four t- match. Whoever yep. pins Dana Bryan Ooh, yeah. or pins somebody wins the title. That could lead to some disagreements in the authority. Maybe like pulls each other off the ta- ta- pulls each other off the pin. Later demise, they lose. Then sets up a Randy or a Batista feud, a Triple H, something like that. Or they could just go Triple H or in Batista versus Shield. Or they could do Kane instead of Triple H, obviously. Yeah. But I feel like the Shield versus like the Evolution Authority. Uh, 
Rivalry is very good. I liked I I went nuts when the shield came out. That was great. Yeah, I was absolutely. I was like Jesus. Don't say they're just gonna bury Dana Bryan again. Obviously, yeah. I was. Once they showed the Shield promo and how Triple H ordered Kane and them to beat them down, I knew they were going to come out, obviously. Yeah, logical, predictable, yeah. but still awesome. They were still good, though. So, now, uh, Authority versus Brian, you can't do that forever. And I'm glad that culminated at WrestleMania, yep. but now it's Brian in the Shield yep. versus the Authority. And you can always mix and match people, throw in people in, in I the I feel like this, spot. like, Shield versus the Authority thing could eventually, once, tri- once the Shield breaks up, could end up a Triple H versus Roman Reigns. Yeah, they, they tease that on they Monday night. That, yeah. I can see that happening. Someone said that might happen in Extreme Rules way too soon. The thing is, I feel like I wouldn't want it. I, I, like, I don't know what they would do with Roman Reigns. I like Roman Reigns' character with the whole like SWAT outfit. Yeah. Him. I feel like him like in tights would look stupid. That's actually really interesting that you mentioned that. Because, <laughs> well, I mean, I guess you could do and this. I don't know what you would do with Daniel Bryan, but you could do Batista and Orton versus Dean Ambrose and Seth Rollins. Throwing the Usos in there because they destroyed the Usos. Yep. So you do a triple threat tag team title match at Extreme Rules. Then you do Triple H versus Roman Reigns. I'm not saying that's happening, but I'm just saying in theory you could do that. Yep. And then Daniel Bryan versus uh, Kane would be underwhelming. We've seen that a million times, but you know what I mean. Yeah. So I could see that happening, but Extreme Rules is a month and a half away, so we got yeah, time. Exactly. My money's on Daniel Bryan versus Triple H happening again. I think they should have a rematch. They had a great match. Throwing a step, Daniel Bryan gets another big win. Over Triple H, you know? So, overall, though, I thought it was a great Raw. A lot of awesome stuff. Yeah, happened. I just feel like the Triple... I feel like I feel like even though Brian won, he just doesn't have a... Like, the only new feud he would have would be Batista, because he's already feuded with Orin for X amount of months already. So, I feel like that feud is already... Should never happen again. Orin versus Batista? Should, no, Orin versus Brian. They, oh, no, 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 no. Yeah, yeah. No. They should no. not... Really, God, no. No, they should... No. Only... They should do Triple H or... Do one with Batista yes, right now. Yes, yes. Batista versus Brian, I think it'd be great. We do the multi-man match at Extreme Rules. Batista isn't really the main focus right yeah. now, you know what I mean? Like you said, if we do a four-on-four tag team match at Extreme Rules, and then you have, you know, Batista, Brian should not lose the title at Extreme Rules. So you have Brian go over, you transition into that feud. Going to payback. Going into payback in Chicago, which Batista would get booed out of the building like he did a few months yeah. ago. Um, like like last month, so I would love to see that, and also um, with Batista Bryan, you could do Triple H versus the Shield. There's, there's a lot of there's a lot of possibilities. There's a lot of possibilities. Possible. So I'm very much looking forward to it, and um, there's just a lot of stuff to a lot of fresh stuff in WWE yeah. right now with the new guys, with Bryan, yeah. with the Shield, Shield. one of the top faces in the company, the Wyatts, Cesaro, the new. Paul Heyman guy. Yep. We kind of talked about that before, but I think it could be great for A lot Cesaro. of new fresh starts. And, of course, Jeff was saying during the course of the show or after the show, you love the Battle Royal. And Jeff is, let's remind viewers that don't know this, Jeff is a well-documented anti-Real Americans fan, mm-hmm. not a fan of Jack Swagger, not a fan of Cesaro, but that changed on Sunday night when Cesaro won the Battle Royal. So I want to get your thoughts on Cesaro... Um, uh, now, being babyface, are you a newfound fan of Cesaro? Well, Cesaro's... The old Cesaro's out the window. This this is the jacket-wearing Cesaro. You saw his jacket, right? Yes, I did. Yeah, that's that's the Cesaro I'm liking, you know? So I can see myself turning his way. I think in due time, I think if they continue to build him up correctly, I think he could be a great asset to WWE. Future world champion, yeah. I think so. I, I like how they put him with Hammond, too. Great great way to do it, too. A great place to do it, too. 
put him with a nice even because Cesaro is probably not the best on the mic. I really have never really heard him talk, and I feel like Heyman could be a good mouthpiece for him, just like he is for Lesnar. Absolutely. So just a lot to look forward to in WWE. Brock Lesnar and The Undertaker. Like I said before, Undertaker suffered a concussion. He was taken to the hospital, was reportedly backstage at Raw. Do you see next week um, the whole Sting thing going down? Do you, we kind of talked about this before, but do you do you see – when do you see Undertaker coming back? I feel like they could do a spot like they announce Undertaker's coming back next yes. Monday, retirement, he comes out retired, Sting comes out bat. Yes, da, 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 da. the next week. Or do the back Instead towards of, the Titantron, they have WrestleMania 31. Yes. They're so not going to have, obviously, the WrestleMania. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Up still. But, um, I don't know. If if they're going to do a match with him, I, they're going to do the one-year-in-advance build, obviously. They, they like, very well should, yeah. They like and put him it. in the Hall of Fame that same year. Yeah. But, um, I feel like if he's not coming back soon, they, he probably won't come back for a while. Yeah, I think with Undertaker, with Lesnar, like we said, I think he should wait a couple months before coming back. Um, but with Undertaker, I have no idea. I think they should address his loss and have him come out and talk about it. But I think leaving fans not really knowing, leaving that ambiguous yeah. feel to it, and like what's next, I think is gonna what will drive ratings going forward. So I look forward to that. But um, we already talked about this before. But John Cena versus Bray Wyatt, the feud continues. Had a six-man tag team match last night on Raw. Solid matchup. The Wyatt family went over. What do you see for the future of the Wyatt family, John Cena feud? They're probably gonna wrestle Extreme Rules. And who do you see going over there? Bray Wyatt's probably Bray Wyatt to continue they're, the feud? Or do you see that as the end of it? I feel like they'd wrestle Extreme Rules and then get Payback would be the last one between them. Is there... I think Payback... Payback's after Extreme Rules. Yeah, it's Money on June 1st. Money after Payback. Yeah. That's Which, in Boston, Russell's too. in Boston. It's in Boston. I'm going to hopefully get tickets. Are you uh, going to try to go? If you can go to New Orleans, I think exactly, you can go to Exactly, I go to Boston, yeah. exactly. So. I saw that today. I was like, oh, got to pull, pull out the debit card. got to yeah, buy some tickets. yeah. It's Money in the Bank, one of the most exciting pay-per-views exactly. of the year. It was one of the better B. It's probably the best B-rated pay-per-view. Yes, Payback was great last year as well, and it was. It's also in Chicago this yep. year. You know, he's not coming back, so I'm not even bringing it up. Okay, let's. We'll talk about that real quick. <laughs> we'll talk about that. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I get annoyed just as much as you do, and I'm a huge CM Punk fan, but I can't even tell you how many people were asking me. CM Punk coming back tonight uh, on WrestleMania weekend. Coming back tonight, screwing over Daniel Bryan in the main event. And what and in what right mind would, would that, you have exactly. CM Punk come out, ruin Daniel Bryan's moment after it was ruined at SummerSlam? Exactly. Why well, would you go off the show like that? They wouldn't. It makes no sense. The funny thing is, they did for like five seconds. They tried a CM Punk chant at WrestleMania and yeah. died out. <laughs> Literally, like four, four people like CM Punk. Like it like didn't get any. Yeah, yeah. I feel like. I read this in Bleach for like how like CM Punk not being there like went out without flying anyway. People like didn't really like care that he really wasn't there because like, everyone else kind of had like. I don't think he was even there to begin with. Exactly, but I feel like people he, were saying, "Oh, he's at the Hall of Fame." He wasn't at the Hall of Fame exactly. ceremony. He wasn't even there. Exactly. Just but a good thing, rumors. good marketing thing. They still are selling CM Punk uh, little doll thingies, twenty five bucks. Where at the uh, at, at the at the little uh, the stands? Yeah. Really? They, I saw it, yeah. I heard they took away all of his merchandise. Nope, they're that's selling them there. I know that's, they're still on the website, but that's interesting, though. That, tw- that it was that him, Cena, and uh, Orton, $25 little doll. Huh. And they're still selling them. And people are still buying them. I think you'll be back at some point. I hope not. Not at Chicago. Not a CM Punk fan? I just not, the, not of the way he walked out. He quit on me. Do you think you could see... And someone replied back to me saying that he would be a hypocrite if he did this. And I think that that's a very interesting scenario. An interesting idea or take on it. Could CM Punk return at the Royal Rumble pay-per-view next year? 
not I'm I hate talking about this because I don't think I don't think he'll be back anytime soon. But this is Royal Rumble nine months from now. Returns to the Rumble, wins it, faces Brian for the title next year at WrestleMania. That would finally gets the main event at WrestleMania. That'd be the exact reason why he left. Exactly. So do you see that happening? Would you want to see it happen? If that happened, I would no. I would lose it. You'd lose it? Like that's he he would leave for the exact same reason. He would come back for the exact same reason he left. Pretty much, yeah. And he left for no his like re- Batista. His reason to leaving was the biggest like crybaby bullshit ever. Ooh, I'm not gonna fight for the title. Okay, you're not <laughs> you're not the face of the company, buddy. Daniel Bryan and Cena are way over you. You gotta know your role. Shut your mouth. Know your role and shut your mouth. Take what you got. You're gonna get a main. You're gonna get a main card Triple match H. against Triple H. Yeah. You're gonna be Triple H. What are you crying about? I only want to be the champion. As you can tell, the, him being the champion really didn't have the ratings that people maybe wanted because he didn't really have that great of feuds with a lot of people. Yeah. He had Cena. I thought it was a great reign, and I thought the injuries played like- a a big factor in him leaving. And I can definitely see your point. He definitely should not be crying. That's always been punk. That's yeah. been punk's mentality. Voice the voice. Let's get over it. Not not even that, but I mean, yeah, just talking about the fact that he didn't get a main event, so that's why he left. I don't, I don't that's, know about that. That's a little much. That's a little much. The injuries I could see, but that's a little much. But um, what I wanted to get at here, what was I trying to get at? The CM Punk return I already asked you about. But um, the fact, oh, this is what I wanted to ask you. WrestleMania 30, like we already said before, one of the best pay-per-views I've, already, I've ever seen, one of the, the best show you've ever attended, right? Oh, yeah, hands down. So, that being said, do you think the show benefited from CM Punk leaving the company? Because, may I mind you, and you might not have been in this group, because you obviously have no issue with CM Punk leaving, but with CM Punk gone, he would have faced Triple H at WrestleMania. No doubt about it. They would not have done the Bryan versus Triple H match. Would they have done Bryan in the triple threat for the title? Probably not. Rumors indicated, not that it's not always true, but it was rumored that he would be facing Sheamus at WrestleMania again. And no one would care. No one would have cared. So do you think the card would have been better, has been better with Punk on? I think it went, I think the card went perfectly, and I feel like if it didn't need, it, no one, no one really was like, oh, I wish CM Punk wrestled last night in a certain match. I feel like all the matches went well. They didn't well. chant for him at all. Exactly, because I feel like everything went well. If something went really, really wrong, someone would be like, oh, if CM Punk was in it, it would have been a lot better. But I feel like, like you said, if he did wrestle, then... Who would want to see Sheamus versus Daniel Bryan again? We already saw that happen. 18 seconds. That's all you're going to think about. And 27, technically. Yeah. They face there, technically, yeah. So So no one would want to see that again. And no, that would have been anything. terrible. Bryan's most over guy exactly, in the company. If Daniel Bryan beat him, it would be like, oh, I beat an average Sheamus who has flattened in the last... Makes no sense. ...couple months. Makes no sense. Exactly. So, so. It was, I feel like it was better that same I think it worked out for the better, yeah. Yeah. So, which is and funny. I liked a lot how AJ won, too. What? How AJ won, too. Yeah, a lot of people... That was the thing, too, because the only point... We had a smarky-ass crowd, of course, the night after WrestleMania. Always is like that. But the only two times I, I counted that they chanted for CM Punk was during that tag team title match when they chanted for Y2J, they chanted for Justin Roberts, because it involved Batista and Orton. So it made sense that they would poop all over that match. So I'm not surprised. But um, they also chanted for him during the AJ promo. She said that she was the best diva wrestler in the world. Very similar to what CM Punk right says. Now. What? In the world right now? Yeah. Yeah, she is. She is. No, but I mean the fact that she said that. Similar to what her fiancé, CM Punk, would say. Yeah, but why would they boo her then? What? Why would they boo her then? They didn't boo her. They changed CM Punk. Because that's something that CM Punk would say. You know what I mean? But the point is, is that... The point <clears throat> the point is, is that... Those are the only two times they chanted for CM yep. Punk. They didn't hijack the show like the 
They stupid. never did. They never have. They never have. That was that was the stupidest thing ever. The biggest fail ever. The hijack Raw was. Yes. The, you weren't here for the, you. We, we you weren't on the show when we talked about. No, that, we. I, I watched it though. It didn't it's work. The dumbest thing. I I can't. I went on like a fifty minute rant on that. It was so stupid. And uh, people were there were Twitter accounts for hijack yeah. WrestleMania. Like no one's gonna walk out. There maybe. Maybe ten people in total walked out of WrestleMania because the streak ended. Yeah. Everyone was still there. No one left. No one budged. No one budged. When Batista and Orton came out, oh, we're going to turn up. No one left. Did okay. you turn your back? No. Did you leave? No. Exactly. Well, I went and left anyways. I didn't move. You paid didn't, good money to I, be there. You're not going to leave. I literally didn't move from my seat the whole night. Yeah, exactly. It was a great show. Exactly. I didn't want to miss anything. Exactly. Best WrestleMania in the last ten years. Easily. Right? Absolutely. So, what are you excited for going forward? Just, so much, just so much all stuff. The, all the all the fresh stuff that's just come out. And I think you know we have a bad raw next week. It's okay. It's to be expected. I don't think it's gonna be bad. I, I don't like think it's gonna been... be bad. I mean, if it's bad, you can't complain yeah. because we've had so much great stuff after this eight months of this total the last crap. Month and two of Raw has been pretty good. And oh no, no, absolutely. The, the Road to WrestleMania was good. was good. Yeah. WrestleMania. I thought it was good. okay. Royal Rumble was good too. Just Batista winning this was not. Yeah, I can't kill that. I yeah. thought Elimination Chamber was good. I thought it was good for what it was. What did you want? The the main event was really good. I don't even know what the main event was. The chamber match. Cha- who was it? Chamber match. In the yeah, Wyatt Family right. versus the Shield was the sexiest yep. match I've ever seen in my life. And then... <laughs> what? The way you said that. That was a good match. That <laughs> was, was a good was. match, though. That was a good match. It was an excellent... It was, it was on good. main event? Dude, it's on freaking main event tonight. It was on main event. Yeah, the Shield versus the Wyatt Family. Main event? No, no. It's been getting good because... They don't want to put the good stuff on Ion Network, on Ion Television. Yeah. Their contract with them is done. So they're so putting all the good stuff on the network. WWE Network. Exactly. But I feel like that was a good pay per view, but whatever. You can shit on it if you want. No, no, I didn't say it was bad. I didn't say it was bad. It served its purpose. Dude, it's a sexy match. Was that not a sexy match? It was match? a sexy match. Dude, se- <laughs> I, I don't use. The, I gotta look at the card right now. I don't, even use the adge- right now. I don't even use the adjective often. I think that was a sexy match and the best match of 2014. Up to this point. So while you're looking at that, let me just reveal the subscriber account for the WWE Network. Jeff, you and RJ have got it. That's how I first talked to you guys, through the WWE Network, of course. Um, I've got the WWE Network. Everyone seemingly has a WWE yeah. Network. It's phenomenal. It's fantastic. Um, they, they finally revealed their numbers for the network yesterday. The total count of the, of the people that have bought it is, I think, 660,000 or something like that. So that's... And their count, their their final goal for WrestleMania or for uh, 2014 until the end of the year is one million. So they're over two thirds of the way there already. So your thoughts? We've talked about the WWE Network countless times in the past, yeah. but tell me how much you've loved it over the month and a half. I've lo- I literally, and your expectations for it going. I forward. feel like it's. I feel like every time they keep putting new content on. I feel like they have so much for you to watch, and I would watch half the stuff over and over again. Yeah. I feel like the document. If you if. The first thing you do if you don't want to watch long periods, you just watch the documentaries. Because all the documentaries on there are very good. Did I, you watch the Mankind one? Yes, I watched you the did. Mankind one. Watch the Triple H one. Awesome as well. If you want to watch, I'll do the plug <coughs> for the match of the week. Instead of the match of the week, watch uh, Kingdom, yeah, we've got time, Triple H. I don't know the name of it. The like Kingdom H, Come, yeah. The like Kingdom Come, watch that. Very good. I've watched it like three or four times. That's really good. The W Network alone is pretty much a steal for $10 a month. Absolutely, yeah. You get a pay-per-view every month. You get all this access, all these old previews, documentaries, Raw, Replay, Main Event, NXT, Superstars. Countdown's great, too, yeah. Countdown, all this great stuff. Referee, Rewind was good. 
Like all the stuff, I feel Hall like of Fame, I know you didn't watch it, but Hall of Fame. I'll probably entirety. watch it. You can watch all the stuff that happened. So yeah, exactly. I feel like it's gonna keep getting bigger and bigger, and I feel like it could turn how other sport networks do their own network. Like they would take the same idea, and like NFL instead of just having their network, like people can access like film from all this other stuff. I'm doing exactly. that for media and culture for Randall. Oh, you really? Yeah. Oh, very how nice. How the WWE network's gonna change uh, for Randall? Yeah, for Randall Livingstone. <laughs> That's so funny. Yeah, because he. It's so funny because I'm the only because uh, Jeff's in my class. Yeah. Jeff's in my class. I'm doing one of my projects on wrestling too, so I'm surprised. It's only a matter of time before he like brings it up. It's like, yeah. oh, someone else is doing yeah. wrestling, something else related too to wrestling. Yeah. But he has like no, he has like no idea of like what it's about or yeah. anything. It's so funny. But um, even still though, WrestleMania 30, phenomenal. Monday Night yeah. Raw, phenomenal. WWE Network, phenomenal. Yeah. Great time to be a wrestling fan yeah. right now, is it not? Yeah. You're at WrestleMania. Yeah. You're there for WrestleMania weekend. Best experience ever as a wrestling fan? Best event I've ever been to. Absolutely. Any sport event I've ever been to. Really? Easily. Fantastic stuff. I'm looking forward to where they go going forward. Like you said, a lot of fresh stuff. Yeah. A lot of fresh stuff. There's so much to look forward to. We'll be back next week, Tuesday night, 9 o'clock, regular time. Not two hours this time. Unless someone dies or something like that. Unless something big goes on wrong. <laughs> like big, big. <clears throat> Unless Daniel Bryan's fired in the next week or something or... WWE buys TNA, and we'll pr- we'd probably spend like five minutes on that anyway. <laughs> even not, even Why? What does WWE do with Willow anyways? <laughs> they, t- they definitely take all those guys and say, good luck with your future. Exactly. They wouldn't want any of them. That's not, that's a, I don't think they'd ever buy out TNA, if only because what are they going to do? They're bringing up all these NXT guys. What would exactly. Imagine, imagine Kurt least... Angle and NXT. <laughs> yeah, but I, that's the only guy I would want to see back. No, no, no. Even Hardy, I think, is fine in TNA. He's fine. I think he fits. Willow's stupid, but Hardy, I think, is fine. But I'd, the only guy I would really want for TNA is Kurt Angle. That's it. Well, it's like AJ Styles is gone. He's not going to WWE. They, they don't want Angle. If they don't want Angle, they don't want anyone else, anyone exactly, else there. Because I feel like they have all these new guys. Why would they want old faces that really Exactly. That's failed. why they're not bringing back old faces. Like RVD, that's a, you know, that's just, exception. Because he's back for a buffer, pretty much. Exactly. For, that's yeah. why guys, you don't see like John Morrison coming yeah. back. Shelton Benjamin exactly, coming back. Exactly, because their young guys already have their time. They're, yeah, you're fine. Like, yeah. yeah, exactly. You're fine. You don't need a job back here. We're not going to give you a job yep. back. We've got the NXT guys. Don't worry about it. So that is WrestleMania and Raw in a nutshell. Been fun talking about it for two hours. Thanks to John, who was on earlier on in the show. Thanks to him for coming on. RJ, you were at WrestleMania. Had a hell of a time. Yep. Thanks to you, Jeff, and, of course, Cam, a special guest on today's show. Cam, thank you for coming on today's show. Hopefully we can have you back, man. Of course. Because you watch you, you watch have to talk. Well. You have to actually talk this time, though. You talk. You got some input. There's an icebreaker. It's an icebreaker, exactly. <laughs> yeah, we got to get the casual fans yeah, exactly. in here, too. You know what I mean? Yep. got to get the diehard fans. got to get the casual fans. Yep. Common theme, we all love the wrestling. Yep. We love this shit. We, we just love this shit. I love it. WWE is awesome, man. That's all I got to say. So, in closing... Any plugs? Any plugs? I want a couple shout-outs. shout-outs, go You always got to go with the shout-outs. Absolutely. The shout-outs are where it's at. Got to shout-out to Molly. I had to go shout-out. So I'm going to give one to her. John Keane, Shannon Martin. Um, anyone else to plug? Sus. Brian Sussingham. Um, <laughs> what about your, the guy that went to WrestleMania with you? Oh, yeah. Mike Mandini and Agom. That's all. That's it. Agom? Yep. Sounds good. So, And I pl- I'll plug my blog. It's... Uh, right Marso, which is M A R C E A U, sportsblog.com. Sport, I blog about wrestling a lot, so if you want to watch it, 
And my Twitter handle is at Raymond underscore Marceau, which is M-A-R-C-E-A-U. And, of course, if you can't find it, I, yeah. I tweet you yeah. all the time. Graham so tweets me all the time so you can yeah. find it. So, exactly. Uh, besides that, I'm ready for next <laughs> week for some WrestleRant Radio. So Absolutely. Like I said, Tuesday night, 9 yeah, o'clock course. Eastern Time. 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central Time, right here, yeah. EC Radio, Live365.com, boys. We've got... Uh, Right here, next era wrestling.weebly.com. You can check out the podcast version, share it with your friends. Been growing in numbers for the last few weeks, so make sure to check that out. Um, Twitter, Russell Rant, Facebook, Graham Jason Matthews, YouTube, same thing, Facebook, same thing. Thanks for joining us, folks, and we'll see you right back here for episode of whatever number it is for Russell Rant Radio. We'll be back here next Tuesday at 9 o'clock Eastern Time, 8 Central Time. Thanks for joining us, and we'll see you next week.